0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Call to Action Live. This week we got some interesting topics to talk about, and I'm excited to talk about them with my amazing panel. Starting with to my right, Alex. How are you doing this
1: evening? I'm fan flipping tastic. I got my matcha Kit Kat bars.
0: That sounds amazing. But, oh,
1: you know, matcha on everything, Yeah, right?
0: Matcha latte, girl. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> love it. <laughs> all right, and down in the corner from me, we have the one and only PLD. How are you doing tonight, Paul?
2: Oh, I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Just uh, got off the action, guys, with uh, Brad Gilmore. That was a good uh, watch. You guys should go back and watch that. He kind of talked about some great stuff in there, including Shmodan, including Houston, which we all have a very big affinity for. I you know that. But uh, so, yeah, but I'm happy to be here and talking some, uh, some, good, some deep shit here tonight. And I'm very happy to be with this guy here because I, I don't get to talk to him very much on, on camera. So right.
0: I am super excited to announce down below. We have Nat Daddy. Nat, how are you doing? So excited to have you on. I feel like it's I been am, too long.
3: I, am I love the shirt.
4: Exactly. <laughs> I'm super psyched to be here with PLD, the legendary PLD of PLD projects. Uh weirdest celebrity that Jake Yakavera yeah, would fuck, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I guess it's cool to be here with Kelsey and Al too. <laughs> fair enough. Fair
5: enough.
1: Well, <laughs> There's a reason why you're the, like the, everyone's favorite. Let's be honest. It's true. There's a reason. reason.
0: You are the best of us.
2: <laughs> really is the guys. Are the guys who haven't seen him very much because he's not on as much as we are. He is the best of us. He really is. So. He's real. our our best kept secret weapon.
3: Best kept secret. I was about to say.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Well, starting off, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. I miss you guys every week. It's always good to hang out with you, so I'm excited for this. And to start off, first topic I thought we could talk about is we had the Barbarian on a few days ago, getting to break down his match with... If you have not watched that episode, please do. It's fascinating. He is such a knowledgeable person. such an interesting view on things. It's fantastic. But he brought up some things about... Out the rules uh, changing a little bit with the way years are put on questions, things like that, like the standard. And it's been confirmed on uh, social media that it's now the official us I release is the official release date year. So that will be for release dates and just in general, the year put on questions. So I wanted to know what your guys' thoughts were on that moving forward.
2: I don't know if I like it. <sighs> I don't know if I like, I mean, I, I understand there needs to be a standard. That's the thing that's always the, the place you got to start from, because if there's not a standard, then you, ha- you have controversy, because you know, it's gonna know what's going to go by what. But it seems like the standard it, it does tend to possibly throw some things for a loop of how you would naturally look at something. Like for something, we were talking about this actually before the scene, since I'm like 1917. It's something like, uh, I mean. Which was released
6: technically released. in 2020, what, not in
2: but everybody mm-hmm. else would watch this at 2019 because most of us, especially in the movie Sphere, go right away and see things when they first no,
1: came No, it was released in wide release in 2020, but it was released on the Festival Circus in 2019. Right,
2: so. but it was also released, not even just the festival. I know that in some places, I know it was also in 2019 as well. Because I, I think I saw it in the end of 2019. Yeah. So and that kind of situation was like, mm-hmm. oh, especially for us in the movie stuff. Sphere. Real quick, we, had, we have a super chat. let throw that in there. Uh, well, not that. Let's get ready to on podcast. Oh, hi, call to action. Nice to see you. You know, we hey. love let's get ready to talk. On podcast. Even when they talk shit about us, we love you. You know, that joke. Okay. I don't even know. Is this now? Is that a Ferris? No, Ferris in the chat right? So it must be either Justin or Suge. We love you guys both. If you guys saw them on the uh, Certain Point of View podcast, uh, they're going to have some kind of cool crossover. Uh, love both those guys. Love both those guys. And of course, we are having some of them on our, our channel, technically speaking, if you count children, tomorrow, but we'll talk about that later on. That is true. <laughs> I <laughs> do anyway, I'm sorry I tangented off. So uh, whatever else That's all
0: right. Me, it was a good hands. tangent. I'll accept that tangent. Uh Alex you, what are your thoughts?
1: Um I do think it makes sense. I uh, I was very surprised when I heard this. I was like how is this not a thing already? <laughs> <laughs> um like if I if I search for a movie, if I say um Bad Boys. Bad Boys. The original Bad Boys. What year was it released in theaters? Oh,
2: oh god, uh 19 19-
1: 95? Well, I'm going to find out real quick. <laughs> I'm going to say 95. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was released in 1995, however, out in? it's great. It's really great. However, for you, it, it actually was a minimal release in
2: 1994.
1: So, right. You know, little things like that, where it's just like technically to tomato, tomato. Um, you know, and you know, in some websites, you know, would have different answers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just looking at when I was writing down questions earlier today. I, I noticed there's a handful of movies and Hathaway question uh, movies that, have, if you go to their one page, it kind of lists one answer, and then on another page, it lists another. Even though they're both on IMDb, so little things like that you gotta be careful of. So now that it's brought to our attention, I'm like obvious. Sound.
3: Yeah,
2: it's hmm. what do you think, Natty? What
4: do you think? Uh well before I get into that, I just wanna pull something up first. You can absolutely have my hair. This is not a choice. So I'll <laughs> i you free of charge. But to get to this free of charge, little- no
0: doubt. You need a charge for that. You need to start per site, get your hair cut, put them in a little baggies, sell them for twenty, thirty dollars, a little bag, and then said off. Okay, yeah, we'll
3: a grand for bag. You
0: you made your price, hand. but
4: We'll figure out the that details later but um <laughs> about this rule, i i feel like something definitely needs to be done i think that there needs to be a standard i'm not sure if this is the right standard to make because it gets really confusing like movies come out certain years and they have to like have limited releases to qualify for awards and everything so i think all that needs to be taken under consideration uh, i i don't i don't know what the right call is i
2: i don't know if this one is but i mean something has to be done well, that's that's the thing I'm, I want to mention is the fact that like we're, we're talking about this and we, we sound like we might be complaining about it whatever else the truth is like we're not I can't really complain about it because I don't have an answer for you I don't have mm-hmm. the right answer um I'm not sure what the right answer is it just seems like it's a it does just makes it seem questionable it's gonna it's gonna go against some forms of uh instinct in a way that might be problematic for some players especially someone who like like a Ben Bateman, type player, Scott Manson player, does move release dates for, like, that's what they love, and that's they, could they go by, and they're going to all of a sudden kick it up a year, that's going to throw some off, like, five-point questions, that could be the difference in a championship match. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's kind of rough. It's
0: yeah. common there, release dates becomes the ultimate opponent's choice, even if you get the answer right, it might be wrong. It <laughs>
2: might be wrong, that's true. It's almost like you yeah. should be able to, you could say, either. I wonder if I can make it to, like, either or, or it counts, like, you say bad boys, you say, well, you say 94 or 95, you're kind of right either way, maybe, I don't I don't know, that's probably what something you do too. Yeah. But,
0: I know that's the thing. I don't know. I know something has to be said. need consistency. That's one thing I've always said about with challenge rules. Is like I love the idea. There's someday going to be a playbook. There's going to be a hard rules. You can refer to them. Things like that. I like rules. I function well under rules. I am so happy it's not my decision on what this rule is because I would not want to be responsible for making that. I don't know if I agree that this is the correct rule, but I just also don't know how I would replace it either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like not wide release, just u.s release outside of festivals you first u.s release outside of festivals then limited release just california to qualify for the oscars that would still count it would still make sense with oscar questions and things because wide release and just the limited are very different well,
2: um, well that's also the big key right there the oscar mm-hmm. movies because obviously i mean yeah that's, that's, you put them all out in december just to get them ready for the oscars and then why release them later on so mm-hmm. that's where the biggest discrepancy is always going to be yeah. um but again, I not
4: the end. yeah, I have a <laughs> hard time like, putting movies into like letterbox lists. Is this a movie that came out in two thousand seventeen or two thousand eighteen? Right? They definitely want to want, don't want to be in that
2: position to make that rule. But I, I do think yeah. that, something needs to be clear and concise because letterboxing is serious shit. So it's serious I get shit. it, and it's I agree. very important. I <laughs> so we should take that a standard as well. Get them letterbox to talk to Christian Harloff and get some kind of standard between. I base you know, my
0: entire life around the rules and the It's going to be that everywhere <laughs> across the board. That's what my life's going to be. So I guess. That's gonna affect my letterbox as well.
1: You say yeah. that sarcastically, however, I don't. So, <laughs> you
0: know, um
1: that I, sarcastic. You know, yeah, you say that sarcastically, but um, yeah, I, I do think you know there's a lot of discrepancy uh, you know, making that judgment. I also think that it really does change like the movie Um All the Loves Love Ma- all the boys love Mandy Lane. That movie was released wide release, and it wasn't festivals on like 1994. It wasn't wide release later, like two years later, and officially hit theaters again, like a year and a half later, <laughs> um, because you know because there's a lot of stuff. So those things, uh, wide release, uh, national release versus like theater. Not to mention, there's already enough kind of weirdness going on uh, with uh, you know between different countries. You know, obviously, um, you know one of my competitors in my faction, his his name is Malcolm. He is uh, he lives down in New Zealand, and for him, it's very different. (laughs) So I can't really imagine. Obviously, we don't as uh, as that I know we don't have any international competitors, but there's a lot of different dates rolling around, you know, online, and even if it's on a really great site like IMDb, things can get messed around, and it can be very easy to mix them up. Yep. So I'm not surprised. So yep. I'm glad that we have like an official thing.
2: All right. So yeah, I guess if you, at least you have the official thing. At least then you know what to study. In a way, it's just it's just the instinct thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough for some people to get through, and I get that.
5: Hmm. Yep.
0: Absolutely. It's gonna be a learning curve. Like we'll we'll adapt. We'll adapt to anything. Players will adapt. You know, it's just it's gonna be interesting to watch it happen.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the smart. i like, still it's, like a... glad I'm not
0: gonna be responsible or involved in that. At
4: all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Smodown is still a relatively new thing. So there's going to be like speed bumps on the way, and they're going to have to like learn and adapt
2: as they go on. So uh, yeah. it's better to figure these things out early. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. going to, you know, season seven at this point. We're still going to be, I think, I have a feeling like it's going to keep going so much like season 10, 12, 13. We're still going to be figuring out stuff because it's just going to be a yeah. very evolving sport. Um, yeah. But it's better for that. At least I'd rather have them evolve and, and consider what's going on I and see. change things than just like say, eh, fuck
0: it. You know, exactly. Chmodown needs growth. It's when, like, especially as the community grows, as their, their scope grows, the little skybound things like that, things are going to change. We, That's as one. fans, we need to adapt. Players will need to adapt. Co- managers will need to adapt. And it's going to be for the better of the Chmodown. Like, even if it's a, it's rough, growing can be hard, but it's for the best of the league. So,
2: 100% agree. 100% agree.
0: So, all right. Any final thoughts on that topic before we move on? Let's move on. All right, moving on to our next topic of discussion, we're going to go kind of briefly into rankings with some recent events happening and also with the new points, uh, the point system and things like that, what means now that corruption is number two in the rankings?
3: They're a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I that's thought they right. were number three. What the? Nope. Oh, yep. What? I thought they were right below swag. Oh, I did my no. mental math wrong, obviously. Oh, wow. <laughs>
2: now with IG going, they're going.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now
2: that IG tournaments really gave them money. And they're going to be even more because you, yeah. you have Mike. I mean, this is not spoilers now mm-hmm. at this point. Mike versus Chance is the finale, it's the final. There, where that's going to be another couple of another points. They could literally yeah. be yeah. Exactly right that. behind. Fence stock exchange at this point, so it means mm-hmm. coming up. it means it's kind of going into the next segment a little bit. So I'm going to toss now, yeah. but that this Irwin Roca match is going to be huge be for the fence stock exchange, and in addition to corruption because of it.
1: Just saying, La literally <laughs> last or second to last to second.
2: What? That's how the ID tournament. <laughs> I know
1: okay. it went well, up exactly. that I, especially obviously, you know the. Yeah, yeah, they were like down there with him, like by the Drukes, quirky mercs, there for a bit. Um, sweet yeah. Jesus,
4: it kind of reminds me of our old action fantasy league where I was number one. I'm in the IG tournament, happened now, I'm second to last. <laughs> <laughs> a
2: lot of things, it does happen, man. It does happen.
1: It I'm in a fantasy league where I went from second to
6: last to second. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: This whole year has been screwy for my fantasy leagues. This is all, all a bunch of bullshit. I don't believe any of it It's all. I need to reset and do it again next year at this point. Exactly. <laughs> this is why I just don't do I drafted fantasy leagues. I, I drafted for a different type of season, goddammit. <laughs> 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 I?
1: I think everybody did. <laughs> uh, all, I'm, all I'm hearing is that no one has had faith in Shannon Barney and no one had faith in corruption, and that's y'all's fault. Okay, I drafted Chance uh, in my in my in my league, we're a lot of draft managers as well. So right, like, the thing. Um, so we everyone is required to draft a manager. So I have Shannon and Chance and Mike. So
2: oh. that's kind of cool. Actually, drafting manager. Talking about I don't know, getting too far into fantasy leagues. I think we should actually maybe talk about that next year if we have the right. Yeah. Uh, in the league up.
0: that I don't pay attention to and I have no idea how I'm even doing in it, I drafted Dagnino. So
2: <laughs> can't be doing. I was too winning wrong.
0: for last time I checked. It's I was wrong. winning and then I haven't looked at it. Can't be doing. And wrong. also. Yeah. Okay. I have one of the corruption stands. I own the T-shirt. Who else on this
1: stream owns a corruption T-shirt? I have I a fertilizer T-shirt, so that's enough. Okay, that's pretty much a corruption T-shirt. I, I did. It worked <laughs> out
2: very well. It worked out very well when uh, the toilet paper crisis happened. So
4: I don't have a corruption shirt, but I supported corruption from the get the beginning. <laughs> first, the first match I ever saw was Kalinowski versus Drew McWeeny. So i <laughs> <an abortion laughs> <fan, all right?
0: laughs> Well, if you need a corruption shirt, uh. Jim Jim Frank looking, looking trying, to to, trying to sell one so, <laughs> <hit
2: him up. laughs> so uh slightly used like maybe one use i think it was i think a couple oh, yeah, matches a yeah. couple matches here and there so <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point Shan heal the year maybe maybe
1: Oh my gosh, it's Justin, awesome. your picture, Justin, is giving me life. Who up that picture again? What is going on there?
2: That's an awesome key star <laughs> right that's there. Sure.
1: Picture. That if, you like
2: star, if you can rock a key star Maybe, like that, I, you can get the ladies. I'll tell you that much. Is
1: he, is he the guy that did the, dun, 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 the, the in the video, remember, for the flirting Floss? The I don't
2: think so. Maybe. There's
1: yeah. no, there a video of someone with oh, like a stand-up uh, piano like that, that did like a reaction video of them just doing that with like, oh, a background, where they just did that. It was like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I think you could rock a guitar. I think Alex <laughs> <you> could <laughs> definitely rock a guitar.
6: I, it was cool, right? like 90 seconds of that. <laughs>
2: oh. Gotta get yeah.
0: Alex a guitar
2: but getting back to his point shannon hillier maybe but the the one issue i do have with shannon being healed the year is that she is well loved by the community I mean, everybody loves her it's kind of like a uh, almost in a way Brandon hannah has actually been a bigger heel because everybody wants to punch him in the face because we want that's a heel that's a heel oh good that's a real because i saw a comment under the
4: video uh, hannah versus alex damon someone was like I really hate uh,
2: Brandon Hanna. He, I know he's a heel, but he has to be such a dick. I, wanna, I literally <laughs> saw a comment. I want to punch him in his mug face. And I'm like, that's that right there is a heel. That's a heel. Yeah. <laughs> a
1: heel. Even, well, Even Christian has said that. He's like, by far, the best heel Schmodown has ever had is Brandon Hanna. Yeah, Andrew Guy, Shannon, Barney, these are great heels. However, they're, I mean, yeah. they're great showmen. However, Brandon is a legit heel. <laughs>
2: I mean, Andrew else, Guy.
1: They're not, they're not legit heels, if that
2: makes sense. Andrew Guy did a great job of being a heel back like, a couple years ago, and he started getting liked. And he still did stuff to try to like piss people off. And it worked. Like his C2, his uh free-for-all entrance pissed some people off, got him back a little bit of heat. But eventually uh, he had to turn too because he was good. That's the rock syndrome in WWF. Like when you mm-hmm. like get like too much, you get turned. Mm-hmm. But Hannah, right now, I don't think anybody likes Hannah at this point. Unredeemable. I don't think, I don't think his mom likes sure. him. at
1: this point. <laughs> He's a He's a twat waffle. He's a douche nugget. He's a mm. he's a blunt end of a crayon that no one likes.
2: He is gonna come. He came after C two A. That makes you the ultimate hill. Yep. If you come after us, you are you, you're gonna. You're Everyone like, loves uh,
0: us, and then and we gave you a voice. You were nobody, and then we had you on. You were one of our first episodes of chill, and I mean it was one of our lower viewed episodes of chill. But we had you on chill, <laughs> and then established
1: <you> <laughs> in the back after begging us to come on. It was. I get
2: it. I get it, Robert. (laughs) It's a different aspect of it because he's loved. He's a loved heel. I mean, I I, you know my favorite heel of all time. But I'm just trying to make the point. We're just trying to make the point that Hannah. I
0: I think Hannah as a heel character is technically more successful at it than Shannon is. Now that her care, I think her character work is better. in just drugs. She's a showman. She's an extent. But as a heel itself, I I don't think Hannah. Be right
4: now, <laughs> in terms of uh character work, I think it's Shannon. In terms of pure unlikability, it's Panna. <laughs> yeah. Maybe
2: they can share, maybe they can share the heel of the year. Or well, like Sharon, of the, year.
1: the problem you is, I don't think heels, will right?
2: share. I think you have, you have
1: to, to walk in heels, you need two heels, yeah. you can't
2: walk in one heel, all
1: right? Right, <laughs> sure, let's run with that. A thing is, okay, what the problem is, I, I do know a lot of people when having this conversation is that in order to be a, a good heel, you have to have the personality and the character. Hannah's got that in space. Cool. Whatever. However, in order to be a great heel, you have to win. And Hannah did not win.
2: Uh, he didn't do badly. He got a couple. He got, had he got to win against Saul. Um, he so he lost to Damon. one
1: match in the IJ tournament.
2: He lost. Yeah. He did. He did. I mean, he's not. But, he's, he's, but he also won some time. Here's
1: yeah. also my thing,
0: though. He's been sticking his, like, his. Unwantedness into other things too. Like he was like a manager for a second, like that. Like he's he's still inserting oh. himself where he doesn't belong, even if he's not playing. Awesome, so that makes
1: sense. Wow, <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's moot point. It's it's gone. If, he point. Became, if you be point if you became a manager for the jokes, that'd be one thing. That would. be a feeling be the argument.
2: I have a feeling you're going to see him interject with Ken a lot yes. during the manager thing. That's my I, call. tell one God, one God, reason why no. behind the season reason why. Because no, let's face it, let's face it, no matter what you want to say, Christian loves what he's doing. And that's yeah, obvious. Christian so loves what he's doing. Because so he knows me. <laughs> he, <laughs>
3: know.
0: <laughs> he likes to enrage the army.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to pick up the fact that he can't win a match. And so they're like, well, you can't win a flipping match, obviously. So you, we guess we have to insert you as a manager because you can't do your job. As he's 3-3. Three
2: three. He's not like he's, not here, he's like 0-7. My match
1: in IG, my dude. I don't have to tell you. He Brandon won one, Hannah is he like the watery and lock stuff. Lock and is he gonna play one more match for the rest of the season?
2: Maybe. Any he more might. match
1: for the rest of the season? He and might.
2: He, he might. might.
1: It's not a guarantee, my dude. Hey, hey
0: Brandon Hannah is like the watery stuff in the ketchup bottle. You always get rid of it, but it keeps effing coming back. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> true. True. And yet despite all that, Alex, despite all that, he's still being talked about.
1: And we're still talking about him. You, who's talking about him except you that's bringing him up, Paul. Are you actually the <laughs> bringing up, Paul. Are you the, the, poll. the Yeah, he, like he was in was, the polls. He was, he was second up. in Christian's poll? In the, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so impressed by number two. Wow.
2: Wow. That means you're in the conversation, though. So yeah. I like people, yeah. despite his long loss, despite, despite lack of screen time compared to Shannon. Compared to Shannon, who has a lot more screen time because of her managerial thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just saying sure. that this is not a you will never be a great heel unless you win. Period. Actually actually win in matches. I don't agree with
4: that. I don't, I don't, think, I don't, I don't agree with him. that either because yeah. Someone who's winning.
2: I think a great heel is someone you want to punch in the face, and I definitely yeah. want to put a hand in the face. It's someone who sticks around and doesn't 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 go away when everybody wants him to. No matter how yeah. many times you could lose, he loses every match, but he still makes an appearance and still pisses you off. He's and a great deal. himself? Yes.
1: No, no, he, no, yeah. I mean, no. When you do, you know, uh, if you keep making appearances after you keep moving, you're just making a fool of yourself.
2: Which is more heel? He move. It's still no, a heel. No,
1: you're, no, it's no. That's there's a difference between a between a town idiot and a mayor that's an actual movie villain.
2: No, it's not just a town idiot. He's pissing you off. No, he's just a legitimate town
1: off. idiot where we're just like, what the fuck I, are you I doing? Don't,
2: I don't hear people say, I want to punch the town idiot in the face. I mean, they just want to like this kind of, uh, oh, I don't know God, how you're funny. in, but
1: yeah. Oh,
2: we're like, ah, like, oh, town idiot, uh, whatever. They go, they just kind of like, uh oh, whatever. This guy, they legitimately want to like punch. They legitimately, they don't like him. It's more than Shannon. Shannon's getting cheers. Shannon's getting loved. I love Shannon's Shannon, new videos. And, uh, Yay, Shannon's awesome. Shannon's a badass. She's a mm-hmm. motherfucker. Wow, she kicks ass. What are you saying about Hannah? A fucking schmuck. Such a dick. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> such a dick. No.
1: That's what we get. That's a, a heel. You need to that's win. Pierre, even Christian says that. He You're can't done. just inject himself as a manager and sure, hope. Sure if, like, if, if he were to win as a manager and do that whole thing, that's a very different conversation. How about this? Tad.
2: Tad. But also, i like when I was former, out, Former too. Commissioner Tad. When Tad was commissioner, he was a heel. Didn't win because he didn't have any. Yeah, Tad, the Tad, yeah. the Commissioner, Commissioner, that like
6: that poor was little, munchkin
2: command, he
6: was that was poor heel. little munchkin
1: man that was manipulated by McKinsey and Michael that made a him a was a poor little cleaner. That was, was like, can I have Mike?
0: Christian, can I have some And also, to like the European when she win corruption was not winning for a very long time.
1: I agree. And if the, she had continued losing, I would still say she, she would be an awful heel.
2: And she was still winning she the poll. And she was still winning the, winning the polls. <laughs> she was still winning, yeah. Look at the biggest. Oh, biggest you could be up. a big heel without winning because she wasn't winning. You can be a big heel, but that doesn't mean
1: you're a All good right. heel. All
2: right. So before Shannon was winning, who was the biggest heel of the year? Before corruption won on the IG run, who was the biggest heel of the year? Hannah. But Nobody you said he wasn't a big heel of the year, but he wasn't winning.
0: And also, the Hannity started off the back
2: them at the same team.
0: time. So, yeah, February,
1: who was your biggest seal? Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> okay, Shannon was ahead They the action by then. Hannah wasn't winning. Wasn't but Hannah now. Hannah and he did. Won. He
2: lost to Chandra in March 2020. And he, he, lost to he was 0, and 1. He was 0 and 1 at that point, And yeah. Shannon was 0 1 whatever. So, yeah. who's, okay, there, so who's so your biggest deal? End of
1: March, who was the biggest seal? Oh, Shannon. Who was losing? But she was losing. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking about now. Okay, yeah. Both, Hannah, <laughs> both Hannah and Cannon were Both Hannah and were
2: both losing. They were both, the they were both at the heels.
0: bottom, losing at that moment. So who was so the biggest heel?
2: You don't need to win to be a big. You hero. don't need <laughs> you to be a heel. Look at the best. Be the movie. Look at Darth Vader.
4: Lost. Killmonger. Lost. Voldemort. Lost.
1: Um. <laughs> what did Killmonger lose? Because yeah, he, died. He, died. he died. However, he succeeded in his mission.
3: Did he? No, yes. he, he didn't. He said he? Oh, no, bro, he did No,
1: he a. His mission is to get, like, pretty much be like, yo, Wakanda, you need to put yourself out there because Wakanda has all this, like, dope money and all has this really amazing stuff and needs to be out there in the world for people like us to succeed. And you're, like, holding you it all wanted to send weapons out everywhere. And that's did not, not want what happened. And they ended up being like, hey, you can have some of our technology, but that also includes weapons, and yo. That also happened. Did it? <laughs> no, villains are supposed are supposed to win and lose. You can't have a good wi- you can't have a good villain that loses all the time. That's why Darth Vader is so great because and does won won and he he not wins.
2: And Hannah won one and lost one at the tournament. And, like since the beginning part of the year. Oh wow, he's so won and one. So, so he's impressed.
6: won Jesus. and lost. One. I'm so <laughs>
1: impressed with the that just keeps losing.
2: He just told wow. me he has to win and lose. He won one and he lost one. Does-
1: yeah, he needs to win and he needs to lose. Absolutely, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to win
2: again. He already won one. He already won one he and won lost one.
1: Once and he lost one. Yeah. He's lost twice this year. Oh. And <laughs> whoa, he's and I stand three. by it. He's, he's a three weenie. And three. He's a weenie. What can I say? So, well, he's a
4: weenie. So it's a. Well, there's no arguing that he is a weenie.
2: Like none of us. <laughs>
1: We're teams. not saying he's not that. We all know he's a weenie. Stand that's
2: what and it. that's why he's the heel. That's why he's that's why he should be in talks for heel here because that's
1: mm-hmm. part of what it is. I, I I've <laughs> talked okay. I've talked with this to numerous people that oh, have it's true. all been on the same. Is he a great personality? Absolutely. Is mm-hmm. he getting all the conversation? Yes, yes. However you need to succeed beyond just one or one match. You have to be in the conversation, not just because of that, you need to be in the conversation because of your record as well. And Shannon, she was losing at the very beginning. And yes, like you said, you know, she was losing at the beginning and now she's coming back. You know, I think honestly that makes her a better heel than we give her credit for. And because she stayed consistent through that. Uh, Hannah also has been very, I've been consistent with her personality, with her promos, not with her record. I do want to clarify. Well, since he turned heel, he's been consistent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. That. He also has. He just doesn't win at all.
2: He did you know,
1: <laughs> one <laughs> match
2: since, since he's gone heel. Since he's gone heel, he is one on one.
1: He's always he's, been a heel.
2: No, he was not a heel. No, he's
1: not. He, how he was introduced as he was a heel.
2: No, he went how back is and he
1: forth. he not a heel? He really was, hold on,
2: hold on, ahead. hold on, hold on. He was a heel owner of the family, but this year when he went to the den, he was a hero. He was because the den is not a, den, a a is den face, is more of a, even, a face team. He except for ben, a for ben Goddard, except for Ben actually I
0: thought
3: kind of He was acting like a face.
2: Brandon Hanna was acting like a face until the trade to the oh, Burning Troops.
4: Yeah, that's where you lost me. I think he was always a heel. I
3: don't think he, he was, was a heel, always, though.
0: He I, a, I he a, feel he was a tweener at best.
2: He had, he had the character switch how when we got the a, trade. How
0: would he have
1: ever been a tweener? He literally... If that's not heel behavior... You're
2: I'm telling me. You're telling me, though. You're telling me there was no difference. You're telling me there was no difference between Brandon Hanna... He is a heel. Do whoa, still. Whoa. Hey, get answer right? me that <laughs> seriously. Seriously, you're saying there's no difference in Hannah's character between his match against Chandru and he, when he got traded to the Burning Druid. You say there's no there, difference in his character. No,
1: is I do think it, between... he,
2: went okay.
1: a, no, he went from like a six
2: to a
4: two. Okay, either he way, was a heel, now he's a great heel. That's and
2: since point. he went to that turn, he is one on one.
1: So, what I'm hearing is that he had a better, he performed better when he was a face. No, no, no.
2: You're, but you're saying he has to win and he has to win and lose. You hear the whole yeah. argument, he has to win and lose. Since he went full on this kind of heel he's been, he's one and one. So he said one, one, no, lost
1: one. no he's no, he's uh, one and two.
2: No, no, no. Since I'm saying si- heel. No, since he went got traded to the Burning Drugs and, t- and became oh. this character that he is now. Because he, he, before the Hulk Chandra match, he wasn't this whole different kind of yeah. humility become. He changed over after the trade to the Burning Drugs. That's when he flipped on a switch and was turned against everybody. That's when the big promo dropped and everything else. Since then, he's been one and one. And yes, I am wrong. I was wrong that Den is more of heels, but they're not a face. that's true. The den is not a heel. But I'm saying but Brandon was a different kind of heel. He became like, a full heel after
1: yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. He had a very different yes. vibe I as mistake. a heel.
2: Yes, I'm a mistake. I get yes, you you guys are both Ryan, Joseph. You're right. The Den I is think not a face. But they're they're <laughs> very nice comparatively <laughs> to like the, the Brent and Hannah heel. There's like the different style of heel. And Brandon's a much more of a full heel than he was when he was, was than when he was with the uh the den. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I woo, let's do some yoga, guys. <laughs>
2: let's see what the chat says, I'm, I'm interested to see what the chat says. Who like <laughs> what kind of like is it heel? Is it who's a the heel there? Is Shannon a heel because of she's winning and because she's with the character, or is Brandon more of a heel because he's why you want to punch him in the face? I'm curious to see what everybody and else
0: is. And we're not necessarily saying I'm not like saying that Shannon's not a heel because she's a heel. Brandon's both a heel. Absolutely. But it was the argument that. Brandon doesn't qualify as a good heel because he... I mean, so it's like, I don't think the argument was that neither of them are yeah, heels. I, they're both heels. I, I, it's that...
2: I, Joseph's calling me out. I gotta read the whole thing. Uh, clear I, the pledge of heels of the year. You heard them. They're heels. That's true. Yes. Dave, ben to definitely say he was a heel. So.
1: Also, I mean, if if Shannon on a fucking ukulele, singing about all the competitors, Shonda, Janine, Everyone Hannah, if that wasn't the most heel thing I've ever seen.
2: But everybody loved it. But everyone
1: loved
3: it.
2: everyone loved everyone
1: it. also loved Hannah's little thing where he's like, yo, yeah, you guys are
0: you guys can eat shit. The percentage of people who loved Hannah's stuff to the percentage of Shannon's stuff is greatly varied. I uh-huh. know of like three people who love Hannah, and I know of thousands of people who love Hannah.
1: I Shannon. also vice versa. I know. Like three people that love Shannon and I know thousands of people that love Hannah like really? I know a lot of people that love Hannah. I know Billy, I know Matt,
0: I know
2: Well McLean. Will McLean.
0: <laughs> Will McCle-
1: yeah. I know, I know that Hannah is the shit. I think he is the bee's He is uh he is the femur to the skeleton. Okay. He is like the fave.
4: For the record, I do think that Shannon should win here the year because she's going to be a consistent presence throughout the entire season. But the, the point is, I just I don't think that a heel needs to win, which is why I'm like back in the random hand training. Yeah. But I, I'm still on the Shannon side.
1: I do think it's, you know, it's just also comes down to it, it it's also a very subjective thing. You know, I just I, I I, feel like it's better when they w- win some and lose them. I feel like it's better for their personal story. And, that, and I feel like that makes me like them better as a heel. It makes me enjoy their losses that much more. Who is that uh, affected at, <laughs> Ryan?
2: <laughs> you keep saying heal, I don't think it means what you think it means.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, that's like that's just me, though. I, I do, like, I do completely understand, you know, that that other, like, the idea that, you know, you don't have to, you don't even technically have to play or w- let alone win in order to be a good, to a good or a great heel. I think it just comes down to a matter of, like, what you appreciate about them more. You know, who do you love more? ben or
2: andrew i've Kelsey. i mean i will say shan right now shan's gonna if the if the awards were today shan would win heal of the year because but, but because she's well loved for her heel work and i do I, I think she does say a lot of heel things and she insults people and she disrespects mm-hmm. them as funny as hell i love her songs i do i love her songs i guess i just want to i just want to point out that it, it, there's a real difference of, of trying to figure out you know I think everybody has a problem defining what a heel is necessarily, and Ryan, you're not wrong. I think everybody is kind of is kind of has a problem with it because it's not an easy thing to fully define. As far as that goes, there's different kinds of heels, uh, but there is that argument from the long term, like where the. Basis came from for wrestling fans is that you do anything you can to get the heat. You want to get booed no matter how you do it, and that's what Brandon. Brandon is tapping into that type of heel. That's a deep level kind of heel. This Shannon heel is the more surface level where everybody's going to vote. Probably everybody will vote for because you love her and you in your lap. But it's kind of like a. I don't know how to how do you what, what you say? I, I know I, nat you see what I'm saying that. Like, yeah, I, 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 I know, know what you're
0: saying too.
2: I think yeah.
4: uh Shannon is the heel that you appreciate, and Brandon has the heel that you despise.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I do think they're very different, heels, but I do, if I had to put on a ballot, um, I, I do think the, for storyline and everything, I do prefer Shannon, however, just because, like you said, the fan interaction and the stories that he drives, and even when he's not playing, he is, he is very present, which is, you know, very obvious, you know, um, you know, so I would, honestly, if there was a ballot, I would vote for him for best
2: heel. So here's the thing. Doug is bringing up wrestling stuff here. that think he'd be healed and be liked. Nothing to do with it. But Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, Jericho. But you realize, though, if you guys think about it, for yeah. those wrestling fans, they were heels and they were turned face because everybody loved them too much. Like they much. Like, like, The Rock was such a bad guy. People kept cheering and kept cheering and they had to make yeah. a face. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Stone Cold was ever a
1: good a face. I'll, I'll
4: take your
0: word guy. for it. I have no clue. What <laughs> like the Because we love him so much. It's our fault. And it's That's fine. It. I love him That's there. True. But it's all our fault. <laughs> Love him
2: <laughs> that the Prince, that oh, might yeah. actually be the better one. Prince of That is NWO heel. Hannah's IRS. Now, for those who don't know, NWO was the big faction Order. in WCW New World Order that was started by Hogan, Nat, Nash, and uh, Hall, three big wrestlers. They were all like WWF people who invaded the other company in the storyline, um, yeah. but they were they were popular even though they're the bad guys. They were like the "you're so bad, we love you" kind of thing, and they were still heels, but they were definitely the popular side. IRS was a character. Uh, That's annoying. Who was just fucking annoying so much, and you boot him no matter what happened. Um, <laughs> he came out as Iron R Scheister, and he had this briefcase, and he was like, "You just want to see him get punched to fucking hell," and he never won anyway. Sure. Either. But like, but that is a different kind of heel in a way, though. But I guess so. What I guess you gotta like, say what floats your boat as a heel, but but definitely Shannon's gonna be far more. Uh, in turn to to turn to a face because she's already loved than someone like Hannah at this point. Yeah, Hannah, uh, Hannah is unredeemable. To turn to a face, mm-hmm. Shannon. She's you could turn you could turn to a face pretty easily because she's already well loved.
3: Mm-hmm. You just
2: need to tweak it a little bit. That's why Drew got got over it just as well as Debonair because they just tweaked it yep. a little bit and they he tweaked it. He became a little less insulting personally and more just funny about it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he worked as Debonair. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He IRS told He basically was Hannah, pretty much. He, <laughs> Hannah's actually very clearly <laughs> IRS. Part the <laughs> uh, so, oh. That's part of it, true. But Stone Cold was also heals well and, and that, that's part of it. That is part of it. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But he I mean, definitely was a face. He was definitely being cheered by the man at that point too. So Ryan, I'm
4: aware that Stone Cold was a heel in, in the beginning, but I'm saying that he works so much better as a face because he had he's someone that you can root for. Like he was at best a tweener and he's he's Going around giving people Stone coast Stunners, you can't like pull that off if he's a heel, as much as you can as if he's a face.
2: Anyway, we're talking about wrestling. I'm getting too far into wrestling. I think. Yeah, people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no.
0: I I know your guys's points because I agree from what I know about wrestling, but yeah, I can't do much because I don't know anything about wrestling. But yeah, I know nothing <laughs>
3: about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Either
2: way. Yeah, I think that yeah, we've, we've probably said enough about this tonight. But there you go. The prince that wasn't promised. Live events help change those perceptions harder online. That's true too. That is actually very true too. Because when you were in a live event, and you, if Hannah came out now at a live event, I think he'd be booed a lot more than Shannon would be. To be honest too. think Shannon
0: so would come now.
2: out. I think <laughs> would come out and get cheered. I think Shannon would get cheered at a live event. I do. I do. Oh, I think she'd get, oh, think she'd get
0: a, a roar of cheers. Like when, like when, like guy popped up on the screen. It's spectacular how we were. I think it's how Shannon. Be at this point as well, and, and
2: Hannah, and then Hannah,
0: Hannah he get bottles thrown at him.
2: Then so, who wins seal of the Year? Who wins Face of the Year? Say that. It makes it a tough challenge. Who wins Face of the Year? That's a good question too. I don't know who wins Face of the Year this one. Who's the best? Mm. I mean, cool. probably I Well, they uh, have to play? Yeah, you'd have to have, have, to have some say, that. Have that. I'd
1: say it's Brendan. Sorry, is uh, uh Brendan Meyer?
2: Yeah, Brendan, like, Ma- but he hasn't really Yeah, played, it's me, like a baby you
1: know.
2: face. I think it's I Ace. I think it's Ace. Probably, you know, that's not oh, a bad boy. Yeah.
1: yeah, I can see that.
2: The swag is definitely more of a. Of a with that Cinderella scene.
0: story and everything like that, yeah. and it's like like the I would the, love to see him go. Well, the heartstrings little. and everything. Yeah, I could totally see I that. I to see
1: him go. Oh my gosh, especially when he went out. Uh, when he went out the Spanish, I was like, Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, water. Where's, where's some cold
0: water.
2: <laughs> we gotta, oh, in cool. oh. Spanish.
1: <laughs> uh, let's uh, can we take a few minutes, to kind of dive into some of the super chats real quick? We've had quite a few. We were kind of brushed over them, so sorry about that, guys. Um,
2: we were heated. <laughs>
1: yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. got very uh, passionate.
2: <laughs> okay. For sure. All right, let's go back. Let's go back to some of them. Let's see the ones we got there. All right, we did Jake's. John Lestrina, just keep shaking the bottle, Jake. That's towards the ketchup comment. Sorry, John, if you missed that one before, or during it, but that's true. Uh, so we got of was promised. I missed this one completely. Actually, hit like that like button, folks. Yes, please hit that like button. And Paul is not a Shmogenati, or I mean, it doesn't exist. Good job, Joseph. <laughs> uh, what else?
0: What? What? Huh?
2: Do I know anything about Shmogenati? I might. Maybe.
0: No, Paul. Is this news to the rest of us? called action? I think we need to filter our chats a little bit.
2: <laughs> uh, Claire, the plagues are here. You heard them. They're heels. We did mention that one. Thank you again, Joseph, for that they're one.
5: They're
1: heels!
2: And yes, Ryan, you were right. When was the, the den in the face table? They have grace. What are you talking about? That's true. They. You know, I was wrong. I, I think of that during a passionate moment. It's just that they're not as hated or they're not as angry about it. So it seems to come off as more tweeners to me, but. You are right, especially with Grace. I think I think it's like that. I think it's that Kate comes off more between of her than Grace does. That's part of the reason yeah. why I started thinking that way. Because Kate doesn't come off too heelish to the degree.
1: Wait, is Barbarian? Keep uh-huh. saying
2: he you know, don't think it means what you, think you know, Brian. I right. would not he's call
0: Barbarian. He? He's in FinStock Exchange. He's so
2: faithful. like that
0: that rough face
1: in a faction, not everyone in a faction. But
0: that's what's supposed to be though,
1: is that everyone in the faction is
2: it has been a little a difficult
1: to do that. But I mean, like Ben, but Ben is very open about it. He's like, I never, I never consider myself a face. I, I, he considers himself a tweener
2: because he can't hack it. Otherwise, he said that. basically. Yeah. He can't do the full face thing. He's tried the yeah. full yeah. face thing and didn't work. Try, yeah. Ben like Manger, I, think, I, I here's
0: the thing. I think you could be in a faction cool. and be a tweener and a heel or face and a tweener. I don't think you can have faces and heels on the same faction. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, but even yeah. I mean, like Andrew Guy or Janine. They're on, so it, they're on a Usual Suspect. So is Sam Levine a heel?
0: Guy's a base. Or Guy's tweeter face. at best. He, that's what debonair is.
1: <laughs> that's, his, that's his turn. I, to- I'm sorry. I'm still going through with, with Guy Withdrawal. Okay, that's I, true. I am
2: too. I can't wait to see him play. I,
1: I, I won't acknowledge this. Alien person that's taken over our true guy, and it hurts my soul seeing this parasite that's really lodged in his brain, infesting his noggin, taking over those perfect blood ce- brain cells. I said blood cells. <laughs> I
2: actually love it. I actually see, love it. I got okay, it real also cute. want to
0: say that like the, <laughs> the, the chat saying Dewberry's face. I see Dewberry as more of a tweener-ish, the face yeah. face itch side, but wow. he's got he kind of a Makes his little smart alecky remarks, and I feel like the wild bears kind of I don't know.
3: I, I definitely was, think he's The more tweener. I think with- he's a
4: face that doesn't belong. I think that's what makes the whole dynamic work.
2: Yeah, because well, like the whole thing about uh, uh, Shannon was like bullying him to agree, like with uh, was you mm-hmm. the storyline hasn't quite made it yet, but he was having Mark do stuff to him and everything else. That was kind of a uh, so I think he's probably going to be them, but
1: I, know. I do know that uh, but, I mean, even um. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Christian said that, you know, Wildberries are both heels. Yeah. I thought officially... they're, individually, they're individually and together heels. But, be, I mean, like, I I mean, based off that one match we saw with him being part of the experiment, you know, it's, I mean, I don't, I'm not surprised. I mean, like, he does come off, like, more face-ish or at least tween.
0: So You're I would be tween.
1: surprised. Yeah.
5: Hmm.
2: Dan Merle's a face. Roka's a heel turned face. Riley was always a face, but I got mixed up with Bateman. Did Bateman <laughs> turn face? Did Riley turn into a heel with the influence of Finstock? using. That sense- of- that's an
1: important message I've read all day.
2: <laughs> it's true. Dan Merle is definitively a face right now. That's definitively in there. He's <laughs> never like, not going to be a face. Roka, because he's with Dan, is a face. Yep. I think mean, that's the main thing. Without Dan, he won't be a face. But with Dan, he will be a face. So, Bateman and Riley being on the horseman are now the horsemen. Gotta be with Dan Merrill as the horseman, the horsemen have got to be faces, theoretically. Yep. Dagnino is a face now at this point. He really is. Yeah, He's Dagnino's a, a not face. He really is. So, I think that whole faction but it is weird because the whole faction thing is a oh, yeah, because Dagnino has he actually has said that he has stopped a lot of the heelish type things. He's been a lot more respectful type people. Yep. He comes on, he comes up in the post-reviews, oh, they played a hell of a game. They played a good game. Okay. he starts talking yeah. before, he would never even give any credit at all. Back exactly. when he was like the Lions Den guy, like back when he was with the Patriots and everything else, when they were two heels, he was always talking shit. Now he's kind of like, they're a great people. They're, they say like they're not as good as us because that's part of their cockiness of their face, but they're still overall. It's kind of like there's not black and white anymore. It's like a, circle you know, like, back to the earlier topic.
0: They're never yeah. true heel. They're too damn likable.
3: That's <laughs> true. That is true. Sort of back. I think they missed just themselves. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: cold, y'all. I'm
2: that cold is true. Oh man hot, but <laughs> <I'm> cold. <laughs> Forgive me. All right. Um I think we've gone to this heel facing long enough at this point. But uh you want should we move on there, Kelsey, to something else at this point? Uh, yeah, well, last we're, year,
0: we actually kinda of, we're still kind of in the middle of a topic where we were talk gonna talk about uh oh, the okay. points. and how i will check with the coming up um see so here we are so singles tournament and teams matches we were three points per win four for tko ko play in matches we worth two points per win four for tko and ko the remaining season seven title matches will be worth three points per match four for take tko and ko however for the spectacular title matches will be worth five points per win six for tko and ko next season Season eight title matches will be worth five points per win, six per TKO and KO. So, I spectacular Mike, is going to have some impact.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know Mike was obsessed. Because he seemed like he were changing in the middle of the season, but Christian was quick to hop on and so say that wasn't mm-hmm. true. And I happen to think that Christian's right on that. I don't think it's really changing. I think just spectacular
0: is the big change. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's like, you can change that at this point because it's not like, I don't think it was that big of a change that you'd like change anything. Mm-hmm. There's no plans that are being changed by managers because of this score score change. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I mean, without that, it doesn't seem to be kind of like a okay, that's cool, mm-hmm. good to know, and it's probably for the best. It's probably for the best. So
0: I like the official clarification too because I feel like when it first got announced, points I got so confused that I just stopped paying attention. So I didn't really know what the points were worth. Now I know what the points are. Everything points worth wise, and so I could do better predicting and things. So glad to just have it out there. So, with knowing that and everything like that, so Corruption, I mean, the upcoming match that's coming up are in a super good spot.
4: <laughs> Very good spot.
5: Yeah. Uh,
4: I think that Corruption's brother, brother is interdictum but mm-hmm. I think they have a real good shot at winning the singles tournament, especially with Chance. So, I think that's Chance-
2: even more points on the board for them. Chance and Mike are both have good shots at going far in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, they're always good. Mm-hmm. And plus, and... You never know about the rookies, you never know what the rookies are gonna yeah. do. Mar- mm-hmm. Marisol, uh, I'm so excited for Marisol. um, so it's gonna be interesting to see where they go with that. Yep, I've already seen a lot look- of the rookies, to be honest. A lot of the rookies I've heard good things about that I want to just see a match them. and see what they, they have been work. hyped
0: up since before the draft and like so they've been in our, in our minds. I'm like, I want to see them play. And it's Finally mm-hmm. coming! I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> Adam Collin, I, I'm really looking forward to Andres going to go because I've been talking to yes. him a lot. No. Scenes—he's a smart, smart man. He's, He's got a lot so of knowledge. Fun. I know that much. Of course, who knows about whether or not they can play? There's also the knowledge versus can they play the game? That's you're not gonna know mm-hmm. until you see Next it. We'll cool.
0: uh, see you when we play exactly.
2: But anyway, so All I right. think the points. I think the change is fine. I like the change.
0: Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. think so too. I think it's gonna be cool and, like I said, spectacular. Just, I think it's gonna just show that those are gonna be some some matches. Like, they're I can't wait to see the official lineup for Spectacular because. Yeah. And Absolutely. I, I highly doubt it's gonna be a live event. Unfortunately. <sighs> yeah. Wear your I, mask.
4: Wear your mask. Wear goddamn mask.
1: Your goddamn masks. Your goddamn masks. You really kind of here for. I don't know if it would be okay though. Like, an in-studio match where everyone wore masks while competing. No? I, here's how I feel. I can see that happening
0: at the very, very end of the pandemic. Like, the first maybe studio match where people are a little, like, hesitant. So like, yeah. And they're like, well, what if we do masks and social? Okay. And then, like, but then, like, that's the end of the end of the pandemic. Uh,
2: so, in, like, problems. three years? I see problems. And, yeah i see big problems i mean right. christian can't even christian oh, can't even wow. hear can here doing a lot of saying like i didn't say it would Tyridium. be successful
0: i said they're gonna try it
2: <laughs> <laughs> i can't even hear half the things anyway at this point sometimes so i think that'd be a problem when it comes to putting a mask on and then trying to have them say answers say that answer again
1: <laughs> i do know that just uh the having having matches in studios also not obviously not only affects like the psychology of a competitor and everything, but you're more likely to act on your challenges. You're more likely to, uh, you're more likely to not only act on them, but you're more likely to win them as well. And If you do issue them, if you're in studio, things like that. And so that can, they can have really big impacts on the matches. Not to mention championship matches with the buzzers. We changed the whole buzzer, like the buzzer situation as well. They changed it to uh, the oh. 10 point, the 10, is it like 10 point? Kind of thing for a championship match kind of situation, but um, you know, I mean, like obviously, it's just a very different situation. Um, so I, I do feel like we it, we have to go back at some point. It's just a matter of time,
3: obviously. Yeah. Good. Good. <coughs>
1: Happen uh, eventually.
0: The sooner you guys start wearing masks, I don't think our audience is a problem. But still, as sooner those as people start wearing their masks, the sooner we have possibility of live events.
3: So
1: that's true. Tell your that's friends. <laughs> And I will also, when the time comes, I'll I will also be wearing a mask during those live events. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, like even
0: when this is all over, I feel like masks will become fashion. So I think people just, some people just continue to wear them. <laughs> yeah, not it's kidding.
4: Your call action mask at TeePublic. Yeah, get sure your called
2: action
1: mask at TeePublic. No, T-Public. I need to get
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> I what you do. So I wear my Harley Quinn mask, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on points before we start kind of speculating on upcoming matches?
2: I think we're pretty good. We did have the one stream lab that we should throw oh, in there because yes. uh, corruption from corruption, corruption. Corruption saying that I agree with Alex Mack that a heel needs to win or have the treat of winning and the have the threat of winning in the future thing supposed to mean threat of winning in the future to build heat or they eventually become a joke. I understand the comment. I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I do also throw that Brandon Han. I still, after his did his one win and his one loss, I think he does have a. He's, is still a threat in the IG tournament because it's not like he got blown out. He beats Saul well, and he lost to Hannah. But, or lost to Damon on uh, a thing, but so if he's anyone, be competitive.
1: But if, sure, but if anyone deserves to have a match sure. after this that didn't get you the finals, it would be the Barbarian, considering the mishaps. Mm-hmm.
2: I think I'm, I'm gonna. i a hot take. I'm gonna say right now, but this I think that after watching Damon Konoski, I think Hannah deserves deserves more of a, a match than Damon does. To be honest, with you. So I think Hannah lost to Damon, but it was more of a fluke. Whereas Damon seemed to be more, at least at this point, um, not quite as ready for IG. Generally speaking, um, I think he's gonna be there. He's gonna okay. get there eventually. But wow. that's my own hot take at this point.
4: I think uh, Alex Damon is like Michael Jordan going into baseball. It's not like he's
2: bad at baseball, but he's a champion in, in the NBA, and you're not going to win a World Series your first go-around. Right. Yeah. And exactly. That's sure word. I think I think if I had to rank, even though Damon beat Hannah, I would still rank Hannah above him as a better IG player overall. Yeah. Every Everything went right for Damon in that match against Hannah. Everything went right. And that happens sometimes. That's what happens. So I'm not like decrying him. Cool. So that's That's how the, the game played out. But if I had to, put, if you had to put Damon versus Hannah in IG matches like 10 times, I think Hannah wins the majority of those matches. That's what I'd say. Yep. My own thoughts. Agree.
3: All
0: right. Perfect. Well, going into speculations, pulling this up, we couldn't find a more recent bracket. We, looked. <laughs> we have Chance Ellison versus Mike Kalinowski. Corruption versus Corruption. What do you, who do you think is going to win? What are your thoughts?
2: I got chance. Um, I've had like I would have said chance in a heartbeat because chance I love there's he's gotten his swagger back. I've been saying that for a while that he's gonna prove to me he's getting a swagger back, and I think he finally is getting a swagger back now, especially after the, the IG tournament. He's done very well. But I think chance has just been under underrated and like like under the radar, just having Amazing matches from like the end of last year, like all this year. In the matches when he was up with corruption with Mike, he was the one, he was probably the A player on that team. Um, and the IG tournament proved he takes mm-hmm. out Parker, he takes out Barbarian, he he takes out, I mean, he just seems like he's Having these great matches and still isn't quite heralded. I actually think chances he might have might by, by the end of the year he might be player of the year. He might be top tier, like one of those top tier players talked about in the same like breadth as like a a Dan Merle type type player, Ben Bateman. I mean, he might get there. I don't think he's definitely going to, mm-hmm. but he's on that trajectory where if he, if things go the way he the way they've been going, he he could easily be player of the year.
4: I the definitely day. think that is a possibility. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think this is kind of a toss up, like same with the Star Wars matches. Like, he can go either way. I will give the slight edge to Mike just because he
2: has that five round experience. That's something you think, that's not well. He don't want chaos The chance does tag team, I know it's a little different, in but doesn't or teams, got got tag teams, So, he has done five rounds, not AIG, though. It's true. Yeah. Um, Mike has yeah. an experience, absolutely.
0: mike that, I, yeah, that's very true.
2: I'm not even doing, I'm not counting Mike out. I will say that too. I'm not counting Mike um, out. I'm just saying But I have the
1: I would have 100% given uh given the leg up to Mike. However, when you went against Damon, he said something at the very end um where he talked about, oh, you know, every Jedi master, master you know, has a padawan there has a Padawan they're teaching, they're, they're mentoring essentially. And a, a good Jedi knows when they've done their job, when their Padawan succeeds them. And he, it, it seems, I'm kind of curious, just based on that kind of conversation, it almost felt like he's saying, I'm really focusing on mentoring and tutoring him to succeed rather than focusing on myself.
2: Kind of felt that way too.
1: So I mean that's just the vibe, but I mean it really can't go away, go either way because they're both amazing. And chance thing is also chance has had perfect um, perfect or nearly perfect first rounds in all of his matches this tournament.
4: Yeah.
1: Mike hasn't. He's been very close, but he's just like one or two. You know, he's human, you know. Um So because of those like first rounds and combination of that young Padawan situation, I kind of want to go for a chance.
5: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's what I was actually going to say. I was going to quote that because I feel like that's what's exactly happy. Mike is an incredible IG player. He could absolutely win this completely. And I would not be shocked at all. But I feel like Chance has been been slowly over time groomed for this. This is his time to shine. I think it's been set up for him to like t- take the torch, It's being passed to him. It's his turn. I, mm-hmm. I I can see. I think it's gonna be very close. Heck, it could maybe even be overtime. But I I think Chance snags the win.
2: Yeah, hot take. We're never gonna get take, take that back ever. Right. I. I actually actually agree with Ryan. I do think it's not going to happen because I think that Mike missed opportunity. Um, I think he's always a threat in IG. He'll always be a threat in teams. I don't think he's ever really gonna be a threat as a single champion. I don't see that happening. He might, I'm not saying he'll never get into a title shot, but I think a lot has to happen. I don't think he's quite on that level in singles. That's just- but What or, if he's been
0: secretly studying Star Wars and he just comes out of nowhere and then he's got three balls, but it's- uh,
2: If he goes to Star Wars division, that'd be an interesting thing too, but I, don't, I think that's gonna take a lot I, more than-
0: I do agree. I think that time's passed. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I don't wanna hear it said to me out loud. I like to be in denial.
2: I think, I, chance, I think Chance is a better chance of three belts. I think Chance could be, be a chance, to the chance I, of three belts. Three belts. Honest God, I
1: honestly feel can like it's belts. impossible for a competitor to win all three belts. And actually, not only win them, but hold them, yeah. defend them, let oh, them alone them. I feel them. Like, I feel like it's almost impossible. Two belts, obviously, yes. Three, it's just there's so it's so difficult for uh, an IG competitor to succeed in teams, let alone singles. The right. fact that we had the Mikey three belt situation last year is nuts to me, um, but I feel like it's on, honestly I don't think we'll ever see it in Shimoda unless someone decides to make it their job, it's their career to study.
2: I could see, I honestly could see Chance doing it if if, if the trajectory continues. I could see him being a legitimate threat. Not saying it will happen, but he's probably the closest I could think to a legitimate threat at that, at this point. Unless, it all, depends, it all depends on a couple of things. Of course, Dan Merle, if he ever does enter the IG and ever decides to commit to it. Roka? Yes. No. I, I'm sorry. Rooka Star Wars No chance. Roka has no chance at the no no Star Wars belt. Whatever his bluster is right now, Roka has no chance at the Star Wars belt. I'll Look say at right us,
0: I, loyalty, her co-host. That's fine. Like, no. No. He's talented. He's had a single.
1: He's had a teams. He's hungry for it again. And he's been vocal about how he's been eager to get into Star Wars. Obviously, it didn't happen this year, but. Well, yeah,
2: we talked about Smets, too. Smets and- beat Star Wars every time they play, he said. <laughs> Smets-
1: yeah, also, Smets beat Dan Merle. You know, I mean, that we're not going to really compare them, are we?
2: Well, uh, but, and saying, we're talking Star Wars. Smets isn't even in the Star Wars league yet, and Smets was a good one. So I just think I. Roka has a good chance of being a singles guy. I think, I think Roka is a lot hungrier than he's been in a long time. I would not surprise see Roka make a good Say run. That every I would not be surprised to yeah. get Roca be a team, a team champion. Obviously, with Dan, that's always going to be a threat. I just don't see him making the, a successful jump over to any other league at this point. I just don't see it happening. He had to prove it last. I mean, not yeah. his face. I have no problems on his face. It's not just not meant to be disrespectful at all to John, to John Roca and to his studying habits and everything else. I just think it's a different beast that I don't think he will. Star Wars yeah. is such a different beast. I just don't think he can he'll be able to hack that kind of level at that point, to be honest with you.
4: Yeah, well, we are a long way from Bespin, but I think Alex Damon lives and breathes Star Wars and need yeah. to live and breathe Star Wars to beat him. So it's a huge commitment that I don't see him making.
2: And if he committed to it, he would not he would not be able to hang in the singles and at at that point, I don't think. That's the problem. All no, so his
0: attention would be yeah. yeah. I see your point and I kind of agree too.
2: So all right. I mean, if he does, good luck to him. But, I
1: just, I just but at the end of the day, guys, we at, we just gotta remember, you know, Roka just really wants Dane's ass. He does.
2: He really does. I think he in really,
1: fact. really does. <laughs> <touching> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does.
2: I want to see him versus Spence in Star Wars. <laughs> well, I want to see that happen. I want to yeah, say cool. that'd be fun to say.
0: All right. Any final thoughts on that IG tour, uh, finals before we move on to the next match that's coming up? On-
2: oh, Who let you in here? You, Jake, somebody can kick him out. He doesn't need to be here.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're going to move on to the number one contenders match. Speaking of Roca. Versus Irwin, and also undercard final exam versus deep 13 coming up on the 31st. Let's start with the undercard. What are your guys' thoughts? Who do you have? Do you have final exam or deep 13?
2: I love final exam a lot. <laughs> I love them a lot. I like deep 13 a lot too. I think they're both solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Whitney Seibold is snake bit still. That's part of the reason why. But I, I think I have to pick Final Exam because I, I just feel like they have a shockingly a momentum that's going to be hard to stop. I think that they are putting them two together. Lon and Paul have been so uh, so perfect. For, I mean, not just character-wise, but they also just feel like they have they, – they, they fill each other's gaps very, very well, whereas – Deep 13 seems to be on the same kind of level the Whitney and elango seem to have the same kind of likes they don't have they, they both have the same misses I would think um and I think paul's a great game player I think Paul's probably the best player of the game out of all four of them um and hes experienced that way so i think that I, I have to give the deep deep third, uh, i'm sorry I have to get the final exam yeah my head says final exam
4: my heart and my fantasy team says deep 13. <laughs>
0: What your, what your fantasy,
4: <laughs> your fantasy team? You know that. You know that's a bad you can't that oh. I I really want Whitney Seibold to do well. I think he's just been super unlucky in his entire run in this down, not just this season, but all seasons. But I, I gotta give it to Final Exam because I I love him and I really want to see more of Delinquent on and I think they're the better team by a hair.
2: I do. I do too. What do you guys think?
1: Alex, I'm in a very similar boat, Natty. Um, um, I, I do think because I feel, from what I've been told, Paul studies, and Lon, he likes to sit, you know, behind bars and like, you know, just hang out and do nothing all day. So, so he's he's hanging out um, as a delinquent. Um, but Paul studies and that's what matters. Um, as far as I know, like you said, Paul, both Alonzo and Whitney, um, I feel like they're both amazing. They're incredibly talented. Um, they are also very like hyper niche. Like they're, they're both movie critics, essentially. I know there's a lot of movie critics and everything, but they're like movie critics. They, they write. They write articles and stuff like that all the time. They're not like editors or uh, or hosts or anything like that. The personalities, they are critics, traditional critics. So there's there's a difference. Um, but yeah, I honestly, but I don't my head keeps telling me to go with the experiment. My heart's keep telling me to go with deep thirteen. And give me an upset. I want deep thirteen to win. Give it to me. I'm gonna say deep thirteen.
2: I'll
1: just go, i'm just gonna be contrarian here guys i you yeah are. <laughs> my <title> always are <laughs> what can i say and i'm and i'm probably gonna get it wrong you know but i love
2: that you are too i love fighting with you it's one of my best uh, Surprise. fun i have i love that it's the most fun i have all week Us, right,
1: right. crazy all right.
0: my <laughs> thoughts is i think deep 13 are too similar i think they have very similar background interests film taste things like that age everything like that they're very similar to the point where i feel like that's why final exam is so great is that they're s- such different people different interests different movie tastes different different opposite people that they balance each other wonderfully not just story like not just even character work which they also balance each other perfectly as characters but i just i just feel like they just are a very well rounded team so i have my exam winning
2: I will throw out there. Um, this is actually me going towards Alex in a way. But How dare you, Paul? Did, <laughs> did right. score 36 points against Tom and Paul. That's something to really think about too. That's like almost, yeah. that's almost I think who's yeah, the boss holds the record holding. I think who's the boss holds a record of maybe 37. I want to say maybe something. Seven. I think who's the boss holds a record, but that is almost record-oriented. They beat Tom and Paul, who were the darling team of the year. They were the ones that were supposed to go all the way without any problem and they Lost to Team 13. So maybe it might be the fact that I love Lon. That's clouded my judgment when I say I love so I love Lon. Harris, I love Poley.
1: We love so him. Also, the thing is, also, alternatively, Paul, I mean, like, I do know he's making trying to make a comeback, but he hasn't had the greatest luck this season either when he went up against Roka in singles, but also um, when he went in IG. And obviously, that's a very different situation versus teams. Yeah. Um, but this is just – you know, there's a lot of inconsistencies with our competitors this season compared to previous seasons.
3: I
2: mean, and they, I
1: love it. it's upset city baby, upset city.
2: Final exam did score 30 points themselves it's not like they were like fast scoring points. A TKO would experiment. so I mean
4: They're both really good
2: teams. I don't think yeah. either way would be an upset to me because they I, like, I, 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 I do like, agree. agree. Or a competitor, so I I wouldn't mind either one. Either one, both of them deserve to go on, and both of them yeah. deserve success. So I agree. Um, I just happen to like I think Elon is my favorite, one of my favorite characters of the year. So I think that's why I hope to see there more. Um, my favorite people
0: of all time.
2: Character person, not I'll throw that He's out. My, my spirit oh. animal. The delinquents.
0: There's my sports. spirit animal. <laughs>
3: characters
2: People or sports. sports. There are sports the important <laughs> aspects of this game, which has definitely been more. It's been more of a sports oriented thing this year with the draft and with COVID it's kind of cut down obviously on the uh, on the character aspects that we can do. It's still there, but not nearly as much as the cut scenes as the live events would do. But I'm a big wrestling fan, a big character fan. So Lon Harris, I love Lon Harris's character. He's one of the best things about him. So the more we can see Lon Harris the better. So I kind of am rooting for them just for almost for that reason alone.
4: Yeah. I think very few people in the league do character work as well as Lon Harris does. Absolutely. Um, He's been two good
2: like too solidly great, great,
0: great characters. Great character.
2: So there we go.
0: All right. Any final Winter thoughts before we move the, on? Huh? Yeah, the winner faces uh, the Pride
2: in a couple, of weeks, in a yes. couple of weeks. So that's going right. to be a good match, too.
0: That's going to be a good match. Excited to see the Pride back. Excited to see Rachel. All right. So now that we've talked about the undercard, ready for John Rocha versus Ethan Irwin. Not
2: a
3: good
0: one. Who do you got?
2: <sighs> this is a match that I have... Um, really gone back and forth with a lot, more than any other match like, and I can really remember. Like, I, I think Ethan Irwin is legendary as far as his knowledge goes. I'm feeling John Rocha is really like studying more than he's studied in a long time. I feel like John Rocha has this real hunger about him, this real chip in his shoulder. That he wants to prove his legacy. He wants to go against Dan Merle again. I almost hesitate to say, I think that he wants it more than Ethan would I think mean, Ethan's kind of like, yeah, let's play, it's cool I'll do my thing, and I want the belt Yeah, I want the belt because I'm competitive But in a different way than John does um, But man, but man Roku oh, hasn't beaten Erwin yet It's not a chip on his shoulder Erwin has his number to a degree I'm trying to talk myself into this to make a final selection Because so I don't have a final selection That's my problem <laughs> If I had to My gut tells me it's Irwin. I gut tells me it's Irwin, but I would not be shocked if Roka wins at all.
4: This is a really interesting matchup because I think that Irwin is the more knowledgeable person, but I think Roka is one of the most strategic players in the league, and I think he beats him by miles, especially with Finstock in his corner. I think I see this going the way that Dan Merle versus Ethan Irwin went, where Roka just pitches a really good game, and he sneaks by Ethan Irwin. I think it's going to be tough, absolutely, but I, I give it to the
3: outlaw. Della. All right.
0: Alex. Come back you to have me. me. Come
3: to you first. first.
0: All right. I will come back to you. So my thoughts is I think just overall general knowledge. I do think Ethan Irwin just has it in his brain. He just he's got it. It's just sitting there. He can pull it. He has overall not more knowledge. But I do agree that I think Roka, his strategy just every time he plays it gets stronger and stronger. He's very strategic. He I think he's extremely hungry for. It. I think that the fact that he hasn't beat him yet just makes him want it that much more. I think he beats him. I think this is Roka's time to shine. is going to... I think he's going to beat Ethan.
2: One good thing about Erwin losing, if Erwin was to lose, uh, would be we get to see Sabrina Ramirez in the tournament. Yeah, okay and,
0: and I'd like to see that as well.
2: I would really like to see Sabrina Ramirez in the tournament, very much so. But...
0: That didn't influence my decision at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, It should influence who should who, who's going to win, but it, does, it, might, yeah. it might influence who you want to win, maybe. I mean, I'd, I don't know. Although pardon me, God, I fucking want I want an irwin Merle rematch because that was a I almost feel like that's being forgotten considering like the after the Dan Ben match and everything else, but Myrtle Irwin was also another phenomenal match to have. So I'd love oh, to see that rematch of that.
1: So Alex, did you decide? Um, I think the Shmo Minati's gonna win.
0: <laughs> uh. You might be right.
1: Um, I think yeah, they're going right to uh, perform the rituals. The necessary blood sacrifices will be made, and the Shamanati is going to come out the real winner of that, as well as Ethan Erwin. Um, I do think you're right. Um, I do definitely think you're right. Uh, Roka, he's very vocal about it. He's hungry. He's really great at it. He's um, he he's he's mentioned. You know, several times he's actively studying. He has designated study time every single day. And I think it's fantastic. Um, He also, he's a competitor that likes to play with his gut. And I respect that as a manager. Um, Thing is, um, and I I do think that Ethan Irwin is spectacular, obviously, in every single way. He has just like so much natural knowledge and talent, which is very difficult to come by, obviously. I also just really want Ethan Irwin to win (laughs)
6: because he's in my
1: fantasy league. I just know—I know it's not realistic, but I mean, like, I don't know what something about something my guest telling him that he's that he's gonna win. So, have you
2: told have you told your your co host that at all? I'm just curious.
1: Oh, he knows.
2: He knows. (laughs) Okay.
1: We talked about it on air.
2: No. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, it should be good. Either way, either way, at the end of the day, it's going to be a good match. Definitely going to be a good match. And uh it's definitely going to be heated, I think. It's going to be because Roka definitely wants it. And Irwin is always very good. So I can't wait. Can't wait. Exciting matches. Yeah, we got a lot of good matches coming up. I got to say, Christian had that tweet about, like, you know, hold on to your butts. And that is damn yeah. true. Yeah. I think it's a, s- a
0: perfect segue. Uh, <laughs> <is it?
2: laughs> That's why I did it's it. No problem.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that tweet, look at, we've got a schedule and <laughs> oh my gosh, look at these matches and just put it back wow. to, as people who break things down and reacting, we're going to be very, very busy for the next couple of
2: hey, months. <laughs> I honestly want to, for free, I honestly want to. uh almost team up with other reactors and like, hey, right, you do this match, we'll yeah, do this Yeah, you do this match, one, we'll do, do this
0: one. <laughs> break it up a little bit so we're not recording every <laughs> <I> single <laughs> day.
1: <laughs> I want to react to all of them. How I want to break down every single match. Well,
2: actually, break-down. we're definitely our big breakdown person. You're going to think you're going to be on all the yeah. breakdowns. You
1: can break down every single match. <laughs> I'm Thank free. You. I'm free for everything, sadly. I have no <laughs> I have no life how of side of Schmodan. My life is Schmodan. <laughs> I wish I were kidding. It's not...
2: I, I get it. I wish mine was more. I wish I had more time to do it. Oh, yeah. So that's 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 the real thing right there. Sorry, Jake. Yeah. Love you, Jake. Sorry, Jake.
0: At least <laughs> you have a schedule so you could just like just binge them, just do them in like one big go and then just not think about it for
2: do a while. Go see Tway logo. Probably put Alex on there because she'll probably be on there.
0: Yeah, put Alex on <laughs> everything. It's fine.
2: Alex, whoever else is there. That, <laughs> it's all about it. Yeah i'll start doing all the uh the, the selfies you can do so you can different
0: yeah,
2: just, exactly. you gotta
0: do the face and the and the face and the you know you gotta do all the expressions <laughs>
3: yeah Brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Exactly. We'll, just, we'll just put them in all of them and make pick the appropriate ones it's fine it's fine
2: well, let's start talking about some of these coming up oh that august 7th one i want to talk about Smets and chandrew is there anyone here that doesn't think that Smets is gonna win the smash I don't think that's Mets is
4: going to win this match. You and think Chandru's going win this match?
2: I love Smets, but Chanju
4: has gotten better every time he's competed, especially after the losses. And he's he's, been, he's he. I know how much he studies, I know he, how much work he puts in. I wouldn't be surprised if Chanju won. I
1: would not be surprised if either, whoever wins. I have no clue. <laughs> I don't.
2: I thought this was kind of cut and dry. I think Smetch is gonna defend it hardcore. I don't think there's gonna be even a chance in hell, but that Chandra wins. I don't think there's a chance in hell.
0: I think Chandra is an bad. extremely strong player. He is fantastic.
2: Well, but wait Kevin's, first time in a lot of time. time. <laughs> first time in a long time. First time in a long, long time, I'm reuniting with Brandon Hanna for two seconds.
0: <laughs> you know who is not uh you know who
1: trash. I'm, kidding, uh, I'm kidding, I'm
2: kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: really wow, great Paul. <laughs> both both smets and chandra are really great competitors obviously they're both massive presences and you know personality you know uh you know so intelligent competitors however brandon hanna He's the exact opposite. He is absolute trash. He doesn't know jack squat, you know. So you know, it's, it's, he, it's He's just one of those guys that he just parades every single day to sweet baby Jesus. He can get on that level, and unfortunately, he just keeps losing. So he just needs to go away.
2: Anna has gotten one thing. There's one thing Hannah got has on all of them. He's definitely the most. He's definitely got the most punchable face of all of them.
1: Absolutely, and we'll Revolution hit him every that. single time. It's great. That <laughs> nah, new Schmoey no award.
6: Most that, should
2: smash. <laughs> <laughs> that should to be That yeah, should be the biggest of the year. Should be the subject. The subject most punchable face award. Most and,
6: face <laughs> award. <laughs>
2: um, But going back to know I'm, I'm Chandru is a damn good player, no doubt. He's definitely studied his ass off, and he did well against Spence last time. I just feel like Smets is so fucking hungry right now, because he's been the guy. He's talked about it so many times that he wanted to be a defending champion, and he has not played since spectacular because of. COVID and all that shit going down and the whole thing with Mara didn't work out and now this Chandra thing's coming up at him. He wants nothing more than to defend this belt. Like he is so caught up in defending this belt that they, I think he this would be like apocalypse to him if he does not defend this belt. He, I have not seen anybody want to defend a belt more in the history of this out. and that's talking about some of the big people in there. i am just having talked to a few times. I I can't see Smets losing this. I think Smets is going to he'll die trying. He will die in that ring if he's losing. <laughs> I think that's what
1: about so Chandru? You don't, don't- think Chandru is going to die trying?
2: Come, not comparatively to whatever
4: for Smets. I really do not me wrong. I love Smets and I want him to be a dominant champion. I am just sick and tired of people discounting Chandru. People Absolutely. are like, okay. "Smetz is going to wipe the floor with him." He's not going to wipe the floor with him. Chandra is a top-tier competitor who can, on any day, beat Smets. Let me get in there.
1: Oh, Nat, what's up, my dude? Want to hang it's out? Right, you wanna hang out after this? I mean, in the right. city I am so here for.
0: I'll hang out with you, Paul. It's fine.
1: We're going to go have a good time. We're going to go hang out with Lawrence, the delinquent.
2: The reason why I go in there, you're going to Upset City because you guys are going to be so upset after the match is over. That's why. Uh, oh, okay. okay. So, oh, okay. And,
1: and not to mention, Ace would be part of Upset City with us, you know, so.
2: Until he faces Damon.
1: <laughs> I do think Ace could actually possibly be Damon. So I don't
2: think. I don't I'm Ace not
0: with Damon. you on that boat, Paul. I Kelsey
2: are
1: you going over to our party. I, I
0: I've abandoned yeah. you, Paul. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. anything, right, Let's go. Let's go.
2: That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> Dylan right there. Dylan seems right Call through. out. Calling out. was <laughs> it there? Well, calling out there. <laughs> Checking the Asian players. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what they tend extra play segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The next episode,
1: I have every faith in Smets. Uh I do want to clarify, Ryan. I have every faith in Smets. However, I do also have faith in Chandru. We have, uh, they both have played tremendously well. Chandru, he's, um, he, uh, the difference is that they both had minor fuck-ups. And that's totally normal. They're human. You know, but they lost on something so small. Um, Smets, he lost against Mike Kalinowski on this, blip of a moment, don't tell Peter, <laughs> you know, versus Chandra, he 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 knew the answer, but he got like a mispronunciation, you know, and it's obviously a little bit different considering also he's, he's Indian, so his accent's a little bit different as well, so it's, I feel like it, but they're both incredibly, incredibly comparable, we just can't just make the assumption that Mets is going to walk away the winner.
2: All right, who wins then? Who, who? Point blank, who wins? Chandra, Chandra. Chandra. I would say Chandru.
0: I, I love, I, I love Upset City. See, like, I feel like Chandru could, but I think Kevin's got it. Like, I just, mm-hmm. just, I just think he. Like, I agree with Paul hundred percent that he is so hungry to defend, and I think, I think he's just been. I mean, with the pandemic, that, I think he's just maybe his studying is not the same. as even been on overdrive, just like because he wants to be able to say, "I defended."
2: He wants to destroy Chandra. He wants. He doesn't yeah. want to just beat Chandra. He wants to destroy him. Like I, this is something he just. I. I can't see him losing in any way. I just. not and, and I should say. I will again say. I don't think Chandra's a bad player. I think Chandra a good player. I think he's a top tier player in Interdictum. Then there's but then there's Kevin Spouse At this point.
1: Awesome!
2: Wow. Awesome! Wow.
1: Awesome. Okay.
2: All right, should we go to the next uh the pride versus the winner of that undercard? Well
0: I think it depends on who it is to me.
2: Um it's on both of them. If 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 uh final exam wins.
0: If final exam win I don't know. I feel like final I don't know. Well, I'll say final damn. Okay, Actually, I can't mind about but it being defense. I think I love the Pride. I love Rachel, but both of those teams are pretty hardcore. So I think whoever wins that other match wins that match.
3: Okay. That
4: okay. I hate to say it. I think the Pride loses no matter who they face.
2: Yeah. The Pride loses either way? Yeah. I hate what do you think, Alex?
1: I think the Pride's got it. I think the
2: Pride's going to be, either, no matter who wins, they're going to beat either team. Yes. Okay. Interesting.
1: Um, I, I, I say that based on strategy specifically. I feel like uh, the pride, I feel like they're superior strategic competitors, both of them, uh, personally.
2: I would agree that they are probably better strategic than Deep 13 definitively. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Finally, exam. I think Polyam is a lot more strategic than people give him credit for. I know. Uh, yeah, but
1: that's just one half of the team.
2: Yeah, but you only need one half to be strategic if you're playing... Like, because if you're having a team, like, if you're you, you talk the strategy, Paul will take over the strategy. So, I think he's just as much strategic, uh, he's as strategic as both of them are at this point. If you have one team person that's strategic, like Ben Bateman was strategic with team action, you need that, and you got to be strategic. Not that that's the case because actually they were both strategic, but um. Yeah. <laughs> That was a bad example. Um, But I was thinking you do have somebody who is one player. You can kind of lean on that person to be the strategic one. That's actually why they talk about like Matt actually needing a good solid teammate to be a a teammate. Um, Because you could have that one player do the strategy side of it. That makes sense. Plus, they got managers now, too. That's something you got to throw in there, too, to be strategic. But I don't know. I I didn't actually say anything yet, did I? About who who I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. I'm gonna Save say if, if if deep thirteen wins, then the pride wins. I'm gonna say if final exam wins oh, That's a tough one. I think that's gonna be I I, I gotta say final exam on my in my gut. But that's really gonna depend on a lot of different things. It depends on how Goddard it is, it depends on how the what the wheel is. Um but i really do love i really do love final exam i think they're an under i think they're under underrated as a team so far i don't hear, hear people much talking about them i think they have a good shot at, at winning it so i'm gonna go final exam at that point that's gonna be a close match either way yeah,
0: yeah i think no matter what it's gonna be a very close match no matter who plays i love all these
4: teams. anyone lose what is that i love all these teams i don't want to see anyone lose uh, that's Yeah, can we just true. have
0: like a bunch of ties like just like an infinite <laughs> yeah. amount of ties i know that's not great for- entertainment value but it would make me be happy <laughs> for my friends <laughs>
2: all right
0: <sighs> all right what touch else
2: should we touch base on any more of these you want to talk about any more of these or,
0: uh is there any I probably don't need to go over all of them is there any but one i would like to talk about for sure would be moran versus white actually no okay let's talk about the all the okay there's a lot of uh Play-in. i want to talk mm-hmm. about some of the wikis yeah yeah it's oh, hard so to, it. it's for to hard. Lego.
2: It's hard to it's hard to talk about the rookies. We have we don't have yeah. much tape. Mm-hmm. We had some 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 fan league stuff. Like yeah. I guess that we've had conversations about people. Some people been hyped up to us. We had Marisol on next last week. Um Alex, you know, we've talked to Andres quite a few times, uh Galago. Um Adam Collins, I've heard great things about him in the fan. He's had some fan league experience and he was really good in that. James White mm-hmm. is the golden boy, drafted second. He had some stuff. So it's hard but it's hard to tell without seeing them actually play the game. I think all four of them, from what I've heard, have solid, definitely have the solid knowledge to succeed. It's going to be all about whether they can handle the gameplay itself, and of course, as we also know, that this is a lot different than the than the uh, non-COVID showdown. So they're actually probably more at home in this kind of environment, is what they played the fan in the fan leagues. Very true. Uh, so it's interesting to see. Um, I can't predict who's going to win. I, I want Andres to win only because I feel like I'm friends with him. So I, don't, I want to, that one to do. Bonnie versus Marisol. You want to hear about Bonnie versus Marisol? I think Marisol KOs Bonnie.
6: I, I think she oh,
1: Yeah. One inch per flipping sun. Yeah.
4: I really like Bonnie, but I've, I did my research before drafting her on my fantasy and take a shot. I Marisol is really
2: good. So I think she yeah. knocks out more. I think Marisol wins for sure. I do think I would not be surprised to see Bonnie put a better showing than people think she has. So I think she's kind of like taking a lot of of the jokes and taking a lot of heat and kind of wants to, to do really, to do well. So I think she's actually going to might might put some time into it, maybe. So I wouldn't be surprised if she actually comes out a little better than you think, but I agree that Marisol is going to win. Pretty, I don't think it's going to be much of a challenge, but.
1: I don't think Bonnie's gonna be a challenge at all for Marisol. Marisol's pretty wonderful. <laughs> um, I think she also she's uh she's a competitor that actively studies and shows up to our matches. So <laughs> I I do I love Bonnie. I think she's wonderful. She's all on a bag of chips. Uh she's fantastic. You know, at the end of the day though, she's a very casual movie fan and uh, you know, she's very vocal about it. She's like, I, I do this to hang out and have fun and that's great. Marisol's here to play.
2: That's so true. I
1: think so. I think the mindset behind it is Behind competing in this tournament is very, very different. I don't know about Marisol like surviving past this. That's a very different conversation. I can't remember like what's beyond this, honestly. But I do think, <laughs> Danny. Um, but I, I do think that Marisol has this. I think she might t, t, uh, TKO or Wow, well,
2: oh, that's a hot take for sure. I will say that Bonnie should almost definitively show up because she's at home, so she doesn't have to yes. go anywhere. So. <laughs> So if he doesn't show up to this match, yeah. that's really bad. <laughs> but, but you know, yeah, I think we all four of us will read that. Marisol will probably will win by sure by four. Um, what else is on that coming up? Anything else we should talk about? Uh, oh, oh god, yeah. So Merle, we should we can speculate with that a little bit. I think Merle versus Soroka or Erwin. Oh,
0: see that Merle. one. I see it very much as it. No matter who plays, I think it'd be anyone. I think it's just going to depend on how challenges go and how questions are worded and things like that because they are all top notch players. I mean, maybe a little bit in favor of Dan, but you know,
2: it's hard not to ever yeah. favor Dan in any situation. I mean, it's hard not to. He's right. The reason why he's the, considered the greatest of all time because, mm-hmm. um, but. He's also not unbeatable, as we know as well. Um, but, so I think, I think Kelsey, getting you're hitting the nail on the head. It's just depending on the match goes. I do think that – I don't know why. I think that Irwin has a better – I think if Irwin faces Merle, then Irwin has a better chance than Roka does for some reason. I just feel like Roka will not beat Merle. Roka could beat Irwin. I just don't think Roka is going to beat Merle for some reason. That's just not – that's just kind of a gut opinion a gut of pain a hard time. I want to I see how Roka and Irwin go before I really say any further about Roka and Merle. But – yeah, I think this is a goat either way, like either
4: three ways, but I feel like Myrtle has the best probability of winning because he is the singles goat. I think he has the best shot of winning. Like, but I wouldn't be surprised if Roku beat him. I wouldn't be surprised if Ethan Erwin gets ahead of him. So it's it's a really a toss up at this point.
2: And that's very true. Dan has to get the belt warm for when Drew beats Ben. And then Drew goes to face uh, for Dan and Myrtle guy too. And uh, and Guy wins that's the schmominati
0: <laughs> and it's
1: a schmominati <laughs> no it's not paul paul's weird
2: i am you're right you're not wrong Alex. you're I'm not wrong
1: society. he has too many like wrong opinions to be the leader of the schmominati whoa
2: whoa whoa you're saying i have the wrong opinions that's what you're saying? <laughs> you mean, i have the wrong opinions i'm just gonna leave that a little team
1: (laughs) i know i'm just i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um i honestly who knows um honestly at the same time uh the shmominati might just actually be you know the the action army the action army is what you know corrupted, you know andrew guy by extension and you know he once he comes back to to his core and who he really is as a heel as a real reigning champion um then you know then yeah, you the know, shemaimai
2: will reveal themselves. So, so you're, you're not a big fan of Drew uh, being a little crazy in the uh, from backstage?
1: I think uh, I think he needs to have a firm talking to, and he'll be fine. Don't you, Andrew guy?
2: I love that backer. I love that backstage. I was all into that backstage.
1: There's
2: Michael, Michael. <laughs> Michael, you're dripping on yourself. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? Anything else? Okay, we have like three other schedules. We talked about that. anything yeah. else in the uh, first round we're going to touch base with? Um, Pressing the zipper. That should be a fun match. Yeah,
0: we yeah. have that team's title match. That looks That's, pretty yeah. pretty good right uh, there.
2: Uh, another Founding Fathers versus Corruption. Is this like Founding Fathers versus Corruption? Like 10? What is this? Uh, how, what, what, how many times does it have? <laughs> but either way, I still want to see it. I'm definitely, I think they're definitely at different spots than they were then. Um, so we just chances gotten even better. Uh but you know Merle and Roka don't wanna lose their belts, that's for sure. So Yep. I don't know. Who do you think that's this, this is a tough one? I
0: since they're they're just on fire right now, I'm gonna go with I think Corruption's gonna pull a win. I really? think chance chances at his like he's just I can't write, write the right word. Like he's just on fire. He's at the top of his game. Mike has got his swagger back. I think, I think they're super hungry for it. I mean, I feel like I feel like they have something to prove, and that just makes them even more powerful. And I think the founding fathers have kind of possibly like Dan's been kind of f- f- focusing on IG a little bit, you know, with the study things, and also th- thinking about his belt. Roka's going for trying to get the seals but Like, like their minds are slightly elsewhere, possibly. I I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but I'm going to go with Corruption.
4: Every uh, time they faced off, I have picked Corruption to win and I've been right most of the time. So, <laughs> I, <really laughs> <to> win again. <laughs> I, I will also say that Chance has so much momentum right now. He has the most momentum out of anyone in the league and I think that's going to carry him to another title. So, I I got Corruption.
2: All right. All right. All right. I will say that it's hard to set talking in a bubble, but I do say that Dan can kinda c- cancel out chance to a degree. As, as well as chances do, and chance is definitely on fire. You put him against Dan Merle, that that could cancel out Chance's momentum. So it comes down to Roker versus to me it comes down to Roker versus Kalinowski. Who's got the more momentum? Who's got more of the momentum? Who's got the more of the hunger and the drive? what's going to happen between those two is what I think. I mean, obviously, there's going to be the the, the, the betting round and there's going to be the, the will spins everything else. But if you try to make all those even and everything comes out as an even-steven, I think right now Ruka has a better handle on the singles and teams than Kalinowski does. So I think I'm going to go have to lean toward the Founding Fathers on this one. But I hate saying it. I, I I feel like I might be wrong. I feel like I've said it right? like this is exactly the same thing i said last time, and then corruption ended up kicking their ass. So I could be completely wrong, obviously. Would not be the first time. What's happening this year? <laughs> three belts. Chancy three belts. That's true.
0: <laughs> Chancy two <three> belts.
2: <laughs> Alex. What do you got, Alex? <laughs>
1: um, I'm really loving this situation corruption has been going on and not to say you know that uh you know founding fathers haven't been fantastic because they are obviously to both singles and teams compared i mean teams champions It's, it's crazy i i do think the active aggression um and vocal hunger corruption has had and not to mention just how well uh, Mike and Chance have worked together as a team combating the IG tournament, I think that's going to be reflected in the other tournaments as well. So I wouldn't be surprised. I would actually prefer it honestly if uh, Corruption came out winning.
2: And that's going to be freaking huge just for the, standing. the standings though. That's what they're going to be for. They're not just fighting for the belt at that point. They're fighting for standings at this point.
6: I know. It's Steamy.
1: Steamy. Dillon in the background. He's fan. My dude, That's right. Oh. Oh, that's true.
3: Oh, oh. oh. That. oh. <laughs> Damn,
1: man. I like how him and I are on the same. Mindset.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, just even think about before going back to everything else. Exchange has 29 right now. If after the ING tournament is done, their, their corruption is going to have either 27 or 28 points. So they're going to be one or two points behind.
1: Man, that's heated up. But also keep that? in mind that uh, because you know they, Finstock Exchange hasn't been able to really play as much as uh, some of the other as the other ones because they have so many you know champions and you know number one contenders kind of thing. They haven't been had the opportunity to play as many matches. That's true. So it makes it makes absolute sense. You know now finally they're people are playing catch-up, you know, it makes sense that it would come out at this time of year where things would finally even out.
2: I yeah, am, very much so. All right, right. look at any more, more other matches. I didn't see any else we want to talk about on that?
0: Well, right. there's one at the very bottom there.
2: I am gonna but... get there, should we do we, there any other round ones we wanna like even throw out there as something? I mean, Franco and Tom is a match I really wanna see. Franco and Tom are gonna be, is my- oh, oh, yeah. Good one. That's the one sure. I'm looking forward to the, the most really in the tournament. I mean, we could have breakdowns more solidly next because these are August. Yeah. So we we're we're next gonna,
0: each couple, week we'll go into deep dives on those. Go into
2: deep dives, But as far as that goes, I really want to see Tom versus uh versus Tim. Tim versus Tom. Because that is going to be an amazing match. I think I'm, Tom has great knowledge, but he's not quite as far as like the gameplay goes. I feel like on his own he might not quite be there yet. Tim Franco. He's raring to go. I I don't know who I don't know who I could pick in this one at this point. Tim, you gonna are going to go with Tim Franco over Tom at this point, definitively. 100%. Okay. One
1: hundred percent. I go with Tim
3: too. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: I
2: am yeah. just going to go with Tom just to be
4: different because I think I <laughs> picked him in a bracket. But I feel like is Tim Franco undefeated? No, he he lost one match. But Tim Franco is really really freaking good. Like he can beat anyone in the league. So, I don't know how to call
2: it. Yeah. We, I have, we haven't seen we haven't seen Tom do singles yet, correct? Yeah, it's a good call, Brian. <laughs> it'll be Tom <laughs> hasn't had any singles experience. That's going to be his first singles match. Um, I'm interested to see how that goes. Tim, he's got some experience behind him, he's got a lot of knowledge base. It's going to come down to probably the wire, it'll come down to the wheel, like, like always, and everything else. I'm hoping that Tim puts Bond to the wheel. and If Tim gets Bond, then it'll be all over. Yeah, melt
1: um, movies. Is that a slice?
2: <laughs> Dead bodies. Melt
1: nope. movies.
2: Melt movies. I didn't
1: know it was a thing until, what they, they, until they explained it to me. So, um, I didn't awesome. either, and I reference that all the time. Like I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, melt no movies. It's like, I don't even I that, I, uh, I I didn't realize eco-horror movie was like a thing until somewhat recently. and I Last night, I watched an eco, eco-horror movie. So mm. I was like,
2: yeah. Well, throwing it up there, I want to see if Tim and Tom, that could be the match. That could be determining that whole side of the bracket, I think. I think whoever wins that might be the person who makes the Final Four. I mean, Preston's obviously a tough, tough draw. Mm-hmm. Or Winver or Roka, tough draw. And I don't really know again about Sabrina or Jen Kemp, but I mean, that's a pretty good, solid pick if somebody picks that. So I, I, I I'm going to go with Tim as well. Cause Tim's a friend of the show. That's what I'll say. Tom hasn't been on the show yet. So I can't, I, can't, I won't vote for Tom yet. I mean, I love Tom anyway. I mean, I'd love to have Tom on, Tom on the show, but Tim has been a, a good friend for a while. So I'm going to go with Tim because I think, I know he's been studying hardcore for it. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to hope that they could Bond to the wheel for him
1: he's uh well tom is also like one of those people he has a lot of he he's just naturally incredibly knowledgeable yeah. uh, as far as i've been told he's not a studier at oh. all um so i mean and he doesn't really join sessions or, right. or like that and he doesn't really strategize he just goes in with pure knowledge and uh, and that's really great um but at this when you're competing against you know people at you know this active level that we are kind of accustomed to now, that's a very different conversation. Tom, he would have been a champion three seasons ago. Yeah, Hands down. yeah. that's just I, a different, showdown down worlds, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's good for Tim because you got to not have to worry about driving to LA, you can do it from uh, from the house from his house. So,
1: where did you live, Arizona? Oh, it's- what about that, I knew he was like technically within driving distance, but yeah, he's like,
2: driving distance, but he just yeah. he never was able. I mean, driving
1: distance.
4: <laughs> me and Dylan actually ran into Tim Brando at the Tucson movie theater.
1: Asking
7: me to receive. We did run into Tom or Tim at the movie theaters, and it was awesome. We watched Godzilla. Great time.
4: <laughs> 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 it wasn't so awesome, running into Tim just
1: watching Godzilla. That is the most obvious thing I've ever heard in my life.
2: I love Dylan dark shadowing us tonight. This is a
1: high
0: shadow. I'm not
2: going to do any of the work. I'm not gonna do any of the work of this thing. I'm just gonna like sit in the background watching guys all do the work. I'll just throw in my little uh every in I'll come in and uh, throw some money and I go back on. I'll put it back there. Yeah.
0: Comes mm. in, kicked out.
2: Dylan is a real shramonati, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's what's really going on behind the scenes.
3: Dun dun dun
2: Throw <laughs> <laughs> that mustache, Dylan, twirl that mustache. Uh, yeah, so I, that's the one I'm looking forward to. But now beyond that, we'll break into other ones later on. But let's talk about that. Let's, do, let's talk about that. E27, that double header. Twenty seven. Guy Bateman too. We're obviously gonna have a big deep dive about that at some point, obviously. But we know who we want to win. You yes, know who's gonna win? Yes,
0: match.
2: we do. Who's gonna win this match? Yes, we do. We know. Guy.
0: No, it's Andrew gonna be Ben guy, Bateman.
2: Andrew Guy's gonna destroy him because there's not gonna be Ben a...
0: Bateman's oh. going to
1: annihilate Drew. <laughs> How did you I get C two A, Kelsey? I don't know. Yeah. How did and you? What Kelsey? did you slip money to to get in here? Like with that? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: oh, I go, no, <laughs> Dylan. Yeah. Dylan takes bribes.
2: <laughs> that I will say. Dylan definitely does take bribes. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it was money well spent,
3: though.
2: I Gosh. would love to see guy beat bateman um so hard we uh, be awesome to see, just because i want to see guy merle too that's one of the ones i've wanted to see. Since. since guy merle won i want to see guy win the title i want that my pitcher from uh, this action house to be a future pick instead of a past pick if you know what i mean the one with him the belt i i don't know but it's going to be a fun one that's the thing they're both going to get the character obviously they're both gonna give it their all they're both gonna i I think Ben actually has a chance of like psyching himself out for this one. Yes. Because one of those things where like, like he gets he's like he's supposed to win. If there's no way he can lose, and yet he knows what happened to, to Merle. He knows that Drew can get in his head. And let's face it, let's be honest with you. I mean, like, you can say that Bateman destroyed Guy before. You can say that everybody does. But how many times have you ever seen a Spinner's choice, opponent's choice, go any which way besides a thrashing. It's very rare that a spinner's choice opponent's I've opponent
0: seen it go the opposite, where people have spun opponents and won, and the other person got spinners and lost. So. It's, mu- it's
2: much rarer, though. If but it spot, happens. I, you, but but, you guys
0: uh, are cute making bad.
1: excuses. It's adorable. Wow. <laughs> wow. I do think something to okay. remember is that when asked on – when asked uh on Sen on the run on um Shm- uh, Beyond Shmo- not sorry, not Beyond Shmodown, Uh it was was it? it's it's not Run rundown What is the name of that after show that back then Backstage, and real- backstage yes, thank you. I was like starts with the B. What's what <laughs> <is> that? anyway. <laughs> I'm like sorry, spacing out. Um, but he said <laughs> um but he even said he's not mega comfortable he's gonna walk away with win. He is like 50 51 percent he's gonna Confident, he's gonna win. His words,
0: not mine. So modest! It's so. And you know
1: what? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And you can be you can be modest going into it. So, but he said he he's even admitted he's like he's a great competitor. Guy is. He's very uh people really underestimate him. He defeated Roca. He defeated Riley. Um, there is a there is a time where you know argue, he arguably. Guy carried the team, and that's a very different time. Obviously, within Schmodown. we cannot forget. Um, but Ben himself isn't as that confident he's going to walk away with the wins. So,
2: because he's got to be scared, he's going to he's going to go scared because he's in that situation. He doesn't want to. He,
1: no, he has to win. Otherwise, it's going to be the it's going to be another moral situation, and Ben cannot let that happen.
0: <laughs> it you would be, be the
1: fair. Biggest, I love Drew the, Guy was like cooking the bear.
5: <laughs> it would
1: be the biggest <laughs> upset ever if Guy won. Arguably, the biggest upset ever.
2: Wow, my heart says Merle is more obviously, but
4: my clever. heart says Andrew. Says my heart says Guy, but my head, my head also says Guy. Guy, all the way. Let's do it. <sighs> We're well, going
2: all in, Andrew Guy.
0: And then I'll be the only one right, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's
2: fine. Dylan, what do you say? I'm um, gonna need Kelsey
7: to deposit another PayPal check with that opinion, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Guy's unhinged right now. <laughs> he is. Uh, guy is <laughs> no one one happens uh, but Ben, I, mean, I guess Guy hasn't played in a long time either.
1: Yeah.
7: Yeah, they're both pretty rusty, dude. I don't know, man.
1: Are you saying they're both bad players?
7: Yeah. I mean, they're both
1: just the worst
7: (laughs) players. Like They haven't played in a long time because they're just bad. So yeah, I mean, it's got to be Chris Jericho. That's it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. That's not true.
2: Guy takes it uh, in overtime. Easy. (laughs) Guy takes it in overtime. Easy. Easy. Okay, I and
0: then that. when Ben TKOs him, it's fine. You guys will sh- just, you know.
4: do <laughs> you Kelsey off her own show,
2: please? I mean, I'm I trying to. Off I think that. I think Just you it. try. <laughs> well, you—you you, you did threaten me, or you, you did, you did, you did. Th- hey, how's Kelsey? How's it going?
0: It's going good. How are you? <laughs> I'm
7: just old. So anyway, Ben Bateman takes this, right? Hundred
2: percent.
0: Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
7: There's a there's a power struggle with the host right now. So here I am. Welcome, everybody, to the Sunday episode of The Call of Action Live. I'm here with y'all. And, uh, yeah, so Ben Bates taking the next one. Let's talk about the next match, though, right? So we got a uh,
0: Yeah, let about okay. the big one. Jericho and Kevin Smith. Oh, my
2: gosh. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about Chris Smith. Uh, Chris, Kevin Smith. Chris Smith. Anyway, the- I'm so spinning. excited about right.
1: Jericho and Smith, guys. <laughs> It's actually low key uh, called a ladies' night, you know?
0: Yeah, this it's is what people really want.
1: Night. Oh, it's <laughs> ladies' night. It's not- I got my scrunchie, my Budweiser up in here. Get the yeah, flip I- <laughs> out of here. Get the flip out of here. We got this ladies' night. Oh, yeah, it's ladies' night. Oh, yeah, it's natty light. <laughs> well, I was okay with natty, okay? I was okay with Nat. I would go have
5: been
0: okay.
1: <would've> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you can you can join us. All <laughs> right, all right, yeah. we're we're Sorry, all
2: right, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Whereas Danny, Danny would not be a fan. She hates the uh jumping around on screen. She hates. She really something. does. She does. She, she hates
3: it. it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> hard
2: work. If she's actually watching, we're gonna be in so much trouble later on. Right now, so hey, hard it's hard the, hard the on.
1: flip up.
2: So I'm hoping that she's actually not uh not yeah. watching right now. So, love you, Danny. Anyway, um, but I'll say, I mean honestly at the end of the day, Guy is gonna be a lot of fun. That's the most important thing about it. no matter who wins, no matter who loses. That's gonna be a they could both be full of character, gonna be both full of promos, they're gonna be ripping and roaring. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. It's gonna get the action army up in their arms, we get to watch it. And that's the undercard. That's the undercard, undercard of a match. And so like that's gonna be a long, that's gonna be a long night of showdown down that we're gonna I don't even know if we're even prepared for. So, but I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, so should we talk about the other match? That's the uh the yeah. other real
1: quick. But I'm just gonna to- remove myself from there okay. We there we go.
2: Oh, okay. putting back in charge. Yeah. Okay, I- yeah, in the
1: background should always be right here.
2: That's true, that's always uh, the host.
1: Real quick, I want to say
0: something about the Jericho Smith match. All right, so we're back for something like that. I used to be married, I'm not anymore, but I was really Schmo down at the end of my marriage, and the person I was married to was not in Schmo down. This person asked me if I could send them the link to the Chris Jericho Kevin Smith match because they wanted to watch it live when it happened. So wow. that's how big this is. <laughs> that's
2: pretty that's, big. That's pretty big. Yeah.
0: So I like I am so excited for this match. I mean, not only because I first of all, I don't follow wrestling. I don't really know that much about Jericho, but what I've seen with him in the Schmodown stuff, I Neither think him way. against Kevin's their dynamic against each other is going to be great. It's I'm super excited for it. <laughs>
5: So
4: here's uh, the thing: I would root for Kevin Smith over almost anybody, but Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler of all time, and <laughs> I would not root for a single person against him. I've got the
2: demo god all the way, baby. Play champion. A little bit of bubbly. Okay. I I don't know which way to go on this one, because Kevin Smith's obviously a movie fan. I think Kevin Smith can put his own movies on the wheel. I don't think there's any reason why he's not allowed to. Um <laughs> But I don't know if Kevin's recall. I don't know about Kevin's recall. I think every time I've ever watched him in a podcast or whatever else, he's kind of one of those guys who's very knowledgeable but doesn't recall things quickly. Um, he's kind of like, he's like, oh, yeah, what's that, 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 and that kind of, that can kind of kill you in a showdown match. So uh, Chris Jericho definitely had a lot more knowledge, but he's also been hitting the head a lot too. So who knows? If he's his recall is as good either. Who knows about that? <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit of the bubbly. I do like both of them. I think they're both awesome. I think, I, again, this is going to be about more spectacle than anything else. I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun either way. I can't wait for the promo. It's going to be everything there. Oh, it's going to be so freaking sweet. If I had to, heck, I think it's got to be. I think I got, I got to go Jericho at this point. I do think it's going to be Jericho. Not counting Smith out, but I do think Jericho's going to do it. I do. I I'm rooting for Jericho. I made the list. I'm, I'm rooting for Jericho.
0: <laughs> I I I think. T- i think smith has the knowledge i think you're right that it might his we'll see about his recall but i don't know i think i have like seen him live and stuff like that his he thrives off that kind of environment things like that i think i think he'll do well in schmodown if that makes sense and so i think he'll be close i think
1: i think smith's gonna pull it Okay.
2: Right. what about you, Alex? Do you have any, any uh thoughts on it? jericho I love growing indefinite analysis blah, 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 and Alex Jericho. To be fair, we don't but, know what these people know. We're just picking who we like, and who we think and we like. I'm, I'm not
1: basing it off that. I, I'm basing it off the fact that uh, I, I know, think something is like wonderful. I think he's all that bag of chips. I, I do know um, that he's also one of those competitors that, you know, he's he's just like, you know, a lot of other people, just like Tom. He has a lot of casual knowledge. But how often does he actually study or whatever it may be? I've heard Jericho studies.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't Maybe be surprised they're
1: exaggerating. Maybe they're lying. I don't know, but I was told there were, and I quote, "The dude actually studies." Surprise! I
2: wouldn't be surprised at all. He's definitely got a lot of film knowledge. I know that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. He read his books. You mm-hmm. know that he talks about film yeah. all the time. He's he's been in Kevin Smith movies. He was in uh, *McGriever*.
1: Oh, God,
2: <laughs> Come on, how can you go wrong with that, right? Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was saying before, is knowledge knowledgeable film is recall is sketchy. That's that's kind of what I. And he I, can't I, recall
1: his own movies very efficiently. Yeah. He'd probably be yes. like, what, what country does Yoko take place in? France.
2: <laughs> Let's just say, also, Kevin Smith would make a very good uh, guest on Chill to Action for a reason. Yes. So.
0: That's the thing, too. I think that's what make a difference. How is he going to go into the match? I think is a big thing. Is he going to go into the match in the same? mindset as he does on his podcast or is he gonna you know be like I know I'm gonna be doing movie trivia in like two hours I'm going to refrain and be sharp for it. It's
2: possible.
0: It's possible. I th- I, th- I kind of think that might be the, the 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 big the thing right there. We'll see. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wish we got a live uh, I wish that was a live event so that's one I thing I've mean. that event live Smith versus Jericho Guy Bateman that as a live event, holy shit! I mean, take granted, it would, been, it, would, it would have been Guy Kalinowski. that's what Christian said. If we had a live event, it would have been Smith, Jericho, and Guy Kalinowski. but uh,
3: still,
2: even so, that'd be a, a help. Take all event. my money, yeah, absolutely. I do, you know, and, and Party party, J is right. I do, I hope, kind of hope that Rachel's at the desk for the, just for that reason.
4: Yeah, she's a big Kevin yeah. fan, and she's an also a huge AEW fan, so that would be yeah,
2: She's like
0: the perfect person to be on the desk for that.
2: Although we're going to, I think we're going to get Christian and Mark on that for them. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have the brand in mind. You got to have the whole thing. Bring
0: Rachel happen. on for the post match interviews or something. Just yeah, find yeah. an oh, excuse to get Rachel please, on that screen.
2: Uh, <laughs> we're, 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 we're trying to, we're trying anyway we can, Rachel, to help you out. We're but, trying, Rachel. Uh, yeah, that's
0: true. We Rachel.
2: <laughs> so now, what do you guys think, just off the top of your head? Do you think this is a one and done kind of thing? I mm-hmm. think do this match and that's going to be a, all we're ever going to hear from them? I think so. I-
0: I think it's a one and done, at least for sure, this season. But I think when COVID and things are gone and there's live events and things, I could see them being asked to come back. You know what I mean? and If, if thought not against each other, against other people, because I, I think they were... I'm sure this whole thing was with the intention of them being a live event. And that because of live events, they can't be. So if the opportunity then arises again for some sort of live event by probably either one of them, I don't think they're going to sleep on that. So this season, yes. One and done. Future since. I, I think they're coming back
4: at some point. I think they're definitely going to be asked back, but they're both just so busy, especially once COVID's over, Chris is going to be, like, touring the world, wrestling every week. So I I don't see them coming back. I think it's a miracle that we even got them for this one time. So I'm not going to, like – would i I'm hopeful that we get them back for some more, but,
2: like, I'm not, like – I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, sure. That's a good question, James. I don't know. I don't know. If you, I, I miss Sturger a ton. I love John Serger um, and she would definitely be there to handle Jericho very well. And I'm sure you can Smith. She can handle anybody. She's just complete and utter professional. Um, so I don't know. I hope so. I hope we can get her to come back in for that. Uh free right, De- free Jessica, exactly. So but we'll see. I have to say. All
0: right. All right. Anything else about that match before we move on? We're good. Okay.
2: Uh-huh.
0: We're good. All right. And let's see, we're on the last part of this schedule, I think.
2: Yeah, let's see if they want to talk Mm. about that.
0: Let's see
1: Riley versus Drew, Barbarian versus Seifold,
2: Snyder versus Montano could be good. Miller sold Strini.
5: Yeah.
2: It almost sucks that we have two of our stronger women facing off against each other in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, I get the, I've heard people say that before. Um, I'd love to see. I don't even love to see this match, though. I do think Rachel has a chip on her shoulder, so I think she still wants to prove herself. Um, so I could see her really taking it, taking it to Liz. But Liz is also very. She she's proved herself pretty pretty good last year. She didn't quite make it to the tournament, um, but she did well. I think you could see a good, good, solid first round match there. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah.
0: I think the switchblade is out for blood. And so I think she's gonna win. Okay. I love Miller. I love her, but I just know. I think I think Switchblade's got it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. If you do wanna mention Riley versus video Drew, I know that Riley has been doing a lot of studying and like his Patreon and stuff. And that supposedly from my or what I've heard, he's done very well in his studying and the Patreon. So I'm interested to see if Riley is going to be like a, a Roka taking a step back where he's like solidly, he's a former champion. And if he could make some kind of mm-hmm. like solid run because he's like, committed to, to coming back full time. I mean, COVID does crazy things. He's a lot home, doing a lot more uh, stuff at home. He can maybe have more time to study. I, I'm interested to see if, if Riley's going to be back uh, back to being a, a strong presence as a singles competitor, possibly.
4: Mm-hmm. I- Go, ahead. Go ahead. I think this is a really interesting matchup because. Whenever I, make a, I predict a bracket, I always sprinkle in a few upsets. This is my upset. I think Video Drew is going to beat Mark Riley. I think Mark Riley is really good when he's, when he's on, but I also think he's very inconsistent. And with depending on how much work Video Drew puts in, I think she's, she can beat him.
2: Could beat him, absolutely. I don't think either way. I'm not, I'm not predicting it. I can't predict right now. I'm going to have to look into it a little more. But, I mean, either way, Drew could definitely win. That's no doubt in my head that Drew could win.
0: Besides just the match and the actual gameplay and stuff, what I'm mostly interested in that match for is the kayfabe, seeing how Mark Riley deals with Video Drew. Like, just I'm excited for that.
2: <laughs> I think you're gonna see a lot of confusion on, on Mark's face. I think that's I'm what's so gonna excited be. for it. A bit of...
3: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Just lots of.
2: Uh, <laughs> you know, any thoughts, Alex, about that?
0: What's
1: Alex? I work with Drew very regularly. I'm very biased when I say this. I train with her very regularly. So okay. uh, I don't train with Riley, obviously, or anyone in the in the Bitstock exchange. Um, but I do know uh Drew, she's very hungry to redeem herself. That's the thing. Um she, very similar to Rachel Silvestrini. She's also very not only very hungry to prove herself because her her singles records, um, zero and one, does not reflect her knowledge, and where she has in the past clearly thrived in a team environment. And I do feel like obviously we're going to see that continue uh, for the rest of the season. But I do think that um, um, Drew, uh, for for Drew, she's one, she's so knowledgeable. However, for her, it's really going to be uh, uh, where her mind is at. If that makes sense, it's just going to be, you know, just like any competitor, you know, it's just uh, because, you know, it's just, is she, you know, is she going to be, is she going to do her thing as like, you know, video drew? Is she going to focus on the knowledge? What, you
2: know, right. Uh, right. it's
1: going to be a lot of different directions.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Actually, from the chat there, that, that another, that's another one that could be good. Barbarian and Cybold. That could be very cool. Um. What's going on with him? I think again, Whitney always seems to be snake bit. He's such a knowledgeable person, but he always seems to have bad luck.
6: Um, right.
2: But Barbarian is definitely hungry after the after losing the chance in the IG belt, super the IG hungry. tournament. Super super hungry. So,
3: super
2: hungry. but I don't know. So I mean, that's, that's another one of my favorite matches I'm looking forward to too, as well. Because I think I think they can actually play off each other very well too. I kind of like Whitney as a character. And Whitney's not really a character; he's kind of him. But like you know, <laughs> I mean, like those those two together make for an interesting interesting pairing.
4: Yeah, definitely an interesting
2: thing that I I'd like to see. All right, Kel, anything else?
0: Um, I think that's it. Unless there's any other matches on that part of the schedule you want to talk about, we can move on to call to the network. Oh, I think we're good. All right.
2: I think Come we'll on. get to we'll get to more when we uh mm-hmm. oh, as oh, we get, we'll get further on. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of, this is this is our our shallow. No, can't say shallow dive. That's bad to do. You don't want to dive in shallow water.
0: Yeah, so that's, we'll, that's bad. Bad. We'll
2: <laughs> Wade in.
0: Nah, not not dipping our toes in I'll... a little bit, testing the I ca- waters.
2: I caught myself a little bit. Caught myself. So later <laughs> on, we'll do the deep. We'll do the deep dive as as we get closer to them, obviously. But yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, then I'll, we're moving on to call to the network where we talk about all the awesome shows we have coming up this week. On our channel Starting with tomorrow Paul
2: We we actually have three great chills in a row But I'm only going to mention one of them for now Uh, Tomorrow we have a great competitor I'm just going to not say anything I'm just going to play the vid Of course, you guys know how much of a Star Wars fan I am, so I can't wait to talk to Molly. Anytime I get to talk Star Wars is a good night for me. And, uh, she, yeah, she's actually been on a certain point of view podcast as well as a new host. So I have got get to actually talk as colleagues as well, to a degree, as a fellow Shmodan after show type person, reactor. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one quite a bit. So, uh, yeah. That's tomorrow at a special time. By the way, I should definitely just keep forgetting that special time. Because uh, she's said East Coaster, so we are going to go uh, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Um, so a little bit earlier than usual. So mark that down as well. Uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled hours the week after that.
0: Yes, please mark that down. We already have the link up on YouTube. So go put the notification bell or whatever because you're not going to want to miss that episode. Yeah,
2: that's true. going to be a lot of fun.
0: Oh, fantastic. Love All Molly. right. And then a couple days later, Alex, what's happening on Schmobates?
1: In honor of John Roca going up against Ethan Irwin on a Friday, I will be hosting a Roca Outlaw themed Schmobate. Uh, he's going to be my co host for that day. And also, um, Eric Rodriguez, as well as Dwayne Burke, are going to be my competitors. So it's going to be, you know, kind of a a rematch per se after dwayne won previously so it's gonna be really really fun we're gonna be talking about his best moments his weirdest moments his worst moments best interviews all like us that's just gonna be a real fun time um it's gonna be on wednesday at nine thirty central so definitely please come hang out and yeah yeah it'll be awesome oh
0: that Sweet. sounds fantastic can't
1: wait for that
0: all right and hey nat dylan any any triple a live happening <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, totally live. Uh, <laughs> really on hiatus, but check out the past episodes; they are timeless.
7: Yep, those <laughs> stats are only getting better with the tournaments creeping up. But I got a suggestion for you guys: we're doing it live. I don't believe in going into like one of our 15 chats to run this by suggestions. Okay. Who wants to hang out on Thursday? Maybe even on Twitch. Ooh, hey
3: guys!
7: So, as good of time as any as the schmominati chat i'm not in the
1: schmominati get out of here only <laughs> well, someone who knows schmominati would say that
7: so listen guys <laughs> i didn't shave my mustache for this all right they know this you guys don't know this but we've been trying to think for a little while i mean we've got chill and that's chill but we don't really get to hang out with us we don't really get to get the whole podcast together and just talk absolute nonsense I mean, you think, yeah, this is kind of constructive <laughs> nonsense.
3: <exactly, laughs> this is
7: constructive nonsense. But what if you could just come in, and we're just talking about pineapples? What if we're talking about weed and, and politics? You don't want to go politics. We're going to no no no, no, no. No, no, well, no. no, no, no. But uh, we want to have the open floor to go across the board. So you know what? I'm pitching it live right now, guys. Thursday. Let's hang out. Let's do it on Twitch. We can cross-stream it on YouTube if we want. We can that's real special. Who wants to tune in for that? I'll tune in for it because I want to hang out. That's what's up. That's my pitch.
0: Alex, you look gorgeous. You've never <laughs> looked better.
7: Watching <laughs> so. me are twinning so hard right now. Hold on.
3: Me... Well, I can't. tell I them love the fact
2: friend. we've actually talked about doing Twitch for a little bit now. we've tried to do our own thing. We like we've been talking about doing a show, which was like not uh, SmoDown related necessarily. I mean, it won't be out loud. We can talk about SmoDown, but uh. Yeah. We talk about anything we want to talk about, movies, music. We talked about that for a while. I love that Dylan just kind of came out and says, we're just going to announce it and go with it. Because we, <laughs> we've been sitting on it for it's a while. the like leadership
7: I like to throw in whenever I get the chance to have an opinion on
2: it. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. We're going to try. We'll, we'll try yeah. things out. We'll throw it in there. and uh, some, Whoever's going to be on, will be on. And whoever else will be watching. So it'll be a chance to talk to us on a more personal level, I think. Yeah. yeah uh, we'll find out our Matt and Danny and Matt. You need to talk we'll to me.
7: <laughs> I will not be there. I'll talk yeah. I won't lie. you guys talking about sports. I will be mad bored. I will say this show. Pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, uh,
2: and Alice will be doing a, a makeover class. Or? Yeah.
7: Yeah, we will do makeup tutorials all day long, Called a facial hair. Wait, hey.
6: uh, can we just talk about
1: like that? I just don't want to talk about what we were talking about the, like a few weeks ago. You, Kelsey, and I, we just like talked for like, <laughs> a good two hours over like weird, like.
7: <laughs> I'm telling you, every single day after we come up with a chat, I'm just like, why are we not putting this on Twitch? Like. Uh, we were,
1: no, okay, so, no, okay, I just want to clarify. This is that like, no okay, we were talking about, um, like king shaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were talking oh, about we king shaming. I have opinions yeah.
1: on that. I, we were talking about king shaming, and there's okay. So I am against king shaming. However, I was saying if you want to lick my toilet, I will right. make fun of you for that. I will make fun of you for that. There's and that is something I will shame you for. Yeah.
2: What the <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> you know what's up, what's up? <laughs> we don't know. We are involved. we're trying to like and there, wrap there are
1: certain there are certain kinks that we i deem acceptable and there are some kinks that i do not deem acceptable that's a, but we're going to save that for twitch sometime Listen, on the kelsey it. run kink talk
7: <laughs> <laughs> things are going to go totally off the rails and this this we won't let this be a totally call action exclusive thing either i want this to be you know, down the road, maybe not on this very first episode, but, you know, we'll have it open to have so many people come through. I mean, competitors, if they want to hop in. Cool. If we just get random other uh, podcasters. so I see you, buddy. If you want to pop on in and talk about King Shaman, let's do it.
2: Sugar, sugar Bear. love the sugar Bear. So yes. Yeah. So
7: literally. I love talking like- about kinks. So. Max, <laughs> if <you> want- <laughs> I Max, if you want to come in and talk stats and talk about how you do all the work for me and that on our show, you can always do that. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow.
2: wow. We are running off the rails. We yeah, running we're running
7: off the rails. Anyway, guys, that's that's my problem. probably
2: Dylan record. shows up,
7: make sure to follow me at right here, and that, make sure we're going to check out Thursday. We're going to see.
2: <laughs> I guess we're doing a show on Thursday.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: so excited. Uh,
2: I'll be watching you very well with with everybody else.
1: Oh shoot, this isn't coming off, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's permanent tonight. So this is it. my face now.
2: <laughs> I'm very very good. Good. On the, uh, the show the outlaw like that what he Sauce.
1: <laughs> I have like a nice aftershave look. I'm like all gray toned. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, Hi. All
6: right. Hi, hey, Mac, Mac Daddy. Daddy.
1: Girl. Wow. You know, I've always been the daddiest of Macs, so this is appropriate, <laughs> if anything. Let's be honest. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Bro, I talk all the time. You just haven't been listening, okay?
3: <laughs> Bro, go check it out Triple A Live. Matt talks half of the show.
4: Live, yeah. <laughs> very, very good show. I wouldn't successful, but you know, get those views.
0: There's no thumbnails on Twitch. You're welcome. There you Jake. go.
2: You're good. You're okay, Jake. You're okay. <laughs> all right, I think we've done enough. I think we've done enough damage at this point.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, then you'll see us on Call to Action Live too on Sunday. So we'll see you next week for that. Plus, probably breakdowns. We'll post. It, we keep you posted on social media when those are ready. True. All right. So we are ready for questions from the chat. What do you want to ask us? If you have some questions that are really off the rails, save them for Thursday.
2: <laughs> yeah, hold on. Why don't we, we want to plug ourselves while we wait for a question? Yeah, in the show. absolutely. We should also wait to plug ourselves for uh, the Twitch show too, possibly. But let's uh, talk about where we can find <laughs> be found. So uh, Alice, where can you be found?
1: You can find me in the bathroom, shaving my gorgeous mustache and beard <laughs> that's and 10 times more majestic than what you can ever grow
2: oh. mm, i don't know about that but maybe we'll see
1: i stand by it have you seen this have you seen that what is that it's a caterpillar it's a funny cat- caterpillar just hanging out in your face it's taking right. a nap
2: first of all how dare you Second um, of how our,
1: can a caterpillar just how laying on your face and take a nap it is embarrassing my dude
2: you is, I bet um, Andrew
1: Guy doesn't even like it on your face.
2: You, you're wrong about that. Andrew. Guy I bet he looks great.
1: at that caterpillar every single time. And he's like, damn, it's still there.
2: Alex, what about my it's,
1: it's embarrassing. No. At least and... yours looks yours looks pretty clean. That's the difference. <laughs> yours looks nice and made up. It looks brushed and combed and everything. It looks it looks nice and nice and off. I don't know. Yours is like going in different directions.
2: <sighs> it's got a mind of its own it's a legendary yeah. alien being it's like that's yeah it's almost right like there. it's a
1: caterpillar mm-hmm. that's just taking a nap on your face it's anyway really i'm bad. alex back part of the called action crew you can find me on here you can find me every single wednesday hosting schmo Bates. it's a fun time where we really dive into some really weird and fun really necessary questions asked when it comes to SchmoDown. it's gonna be a fun time like i mentioned this wednesday i'm gonna be having the outlaw himself co-host a match with me and we're going to be making some changes to schmodown So coming in hot, get excited. Also on um, Tuesdays, I co-host a show called cinema bias where we dive into our personal movie biases. So, uh, both video, Jory and I, we swap movies every single week on Tuesday. I'm watching Pee Wee's big adventure. Um, I have no desire to watch it because that movie is absolute trash. And next week we're going to watch Akita. Uh, so it's going to be a real fun time. Um, we're going to be doing that and um, also every Monday and Wednesday, I host a show called call Outlaws with, uh, called Mornings with the Outlaw, where we dive into movie news of the day of the week, whatever you we want to kind of chat about, so get excited.
2: You're making, you're breaking my heart, Alex, you always break my that heart. That
1: mustache is breaking my heart. Why is it here? It's so unnecessary. My <laughs> it is the mask mascot of the <laughs>
2: Natty, why don't you tell the good folks where you can fi- be found? Uh you can find me on
4: Twitter at NattyIce44. You can also find me at my house playing video games, but please don't. Social distancing and you know check out Triple A Live. Good stuff. There you
2: go. I almost said right. if she said anything more, <laughs> I probably would have. All
1: right. Paul. I'll throw scratching you, you? the hat. So we can get violent. <laughs> there
2: we go. You find me at Pauline's Court in New Zealand. You can find me on Chill Dash with my favorite co-host, my work wifey, Danny Joy Ramirez. Uh, you can find me on Action Industries YouTube channel, a show called Class Action. I do with Richard Eric Jarvey. Um, that's what we're doing this week. We just did Taking a Pelham One Two Three versus Unstoppable with special guest Eddie Green. You can find that on Saturday uh, from Saturday's episode. Um, you can also find me on PLD Projects, where I'm going to be talking about V, and I will be eventually as soon as I can get couple tweaks in talk about the Harris dance making you love that Harris like I do or die trying so <laughs> Jake shut your mouth love you guys all
0: all right and you can find me at kelseykens 90 on Twitter and Instagram I also run the call to action podcast Instagram so you can interact with me there T public we have merch we have masks wear a mask uh, I do also now have a Twitch stream where I am gaming on there whenever I get a chance. I will be actually probably be on later tonight playing Firewatch. So if you have nothing better to do than hear me you know, say stupid things while I walk around in the woods, come follow me. It is twitch.tv slash KelseyKins90. I'm super close to affiliate status, so if you can follow me, that would be great. Sweet. All right. Let's see these questions in the chat. Let's see. Let's see. Has Alex watched any good movies yet that is not Pee-wee?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I was actually introduced to several movies for the first time. And I do want to clarify, It's I honestly haven't seen Pee-wee. Thing is, um, I do want to say, I, I say that because going in, I've seen a handful of, of, of uh, scenes from the movie and they just make me visibly uncomfortable. They make me cringe, they make me... Mm-hmm like physically, my stomach, my I start getting headaches from the sound he makes. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he sounds. I don't like the way he laughs. I don't like anything about his character. And I don't like a lot of the visuals associated with his character. Um, So, as a result, <laughs> it, I am really not excited to see this movie in particular. It's
2: <laughs> okay? No, it's okay. It's okay. It's not your fault. It's okay. It's
1: not your fault, Alex.
5: It's, your fault, Alex. it's not your fault. It's not fault.
1: No, I mean i literally, I literally get sick watching it. Like I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. It, like literally, makes me uncomfortable.
2: What well, is the best Harrison Ford movie that isn't Star Wars or Indiana Jones? Or Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Blade Runner. I have to agree, Blade Runner. I'll go Blade Runner twenty
0: forty
1: nine. Twenty forty nine. Well, I'm, I'm more of an Indiana Jones girl. I'm not gonna lie. Are you though? Yeah, so yeah I,
2: besides yeah. Indiana Jones, can't be Star Wars or Indiana Jones. So, the Harrison Ford movie, it's not Star Wars and not Indiana Jones, so something else besides. Oh, the-
1: wait, the- sorry. The- um, uh, Air Force One, Pre- Mr. My, he's my president.
2: I do like that one as well. Get off my
1: plane, Get off my off my plane. Fa- uh,
2: I want my family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, do like What Lies Beneath, I think that's what it's called. Uh, oh, I, cool. like that. I love what I Lies. love that movie, I think. It's, yeah.
2: I that yeah. one as well. All right.
0: Um, All right. There were some questions
2: higher up. Yeah. James Saxinger, which would you like most to learn how to play: guitar, drums, or piano? Personally, it'd gotta be drums because I actually do play guitar and piano a little bit. So drums would be a nice trifecta to be able to play. I also
4: play guitar. I can play "Row Your Boat." I took one class, and that was it. (laughs) So I would really like to know how to play guitar better.
0: Yeah, I also play guitar. I'm not great, but I could I could play basic songs on it, stuff like that. Piano, I actually play bass, electric bass, violin, viola, and I've even dabbled in cello. So I do have kind of a musical ear. So I've figured out songs on the piano, but drums I've never touched in my life. So I'd say drums because I've never touched drums. So. Um, I would
1: say piano. I... I played piano for like six months when I was a kid, and I stopped playing because I was an asshole kid. I told my mom I didn't want to do it. And um, my mom was like, "Okay, well, if you don't want to do it, stop. And I regret it severely now. I actually listen to classical music every single day uh, in some form or another. Uh, So it is an active presence in my life. I actively pursue. So I'm very regretful not going into that.
2: A Comic-Con moment Oh, have ever been. I have never been to Comic-Con.
4: Not I once. go every year. I go to every year to New York Comic-Con. Obviously not this year because of the COVID, but I love Comic-Con so much. Uh, my favorite moment would be last time I went to Comic-Con at the AEW panel, and Cody Rhodes just walked in and attacked Chris Jericho and it was uh, awesome. It was the best moment.
3: That's, so, cool. that's my favorite
0: um i've never been to any of the big comic cons but salt lake city has its own we're actually we're creeping up with one of the bigger comic cons except we can't call it comic con anymore because san diego lost its shit on us so now it's fan x so fan x and salt lake my top moment Ugh, i'm really boring at comic cons i don't go to the panels or anything i just go buy art that's pretty much what i do so i guess meaning getting to meet greg horn who's one of my favorite artists and buying like. $400 worth of prints from him is probably my highlight from Comic-Con <laughs> and getting them all signed. Oh, I met Neil Adams, too. And so I got to meet him and So signed to cool.
2: Can I count Star Wars Celebration? Like I think so. To, but- yeah. I it's a so I went to uh, that my favorite moment. I went to the one the uh, 2017 one in Orlando, and that my favorite moment besides the showdown, my one fr- well, of the first live showdowns I also got to see. Uh, my favorite moment was the 40th anniversary panel of Star Wars, where Lucas showed up, Hayden Christensen showed up, it was like er- Harrison Ford showed up. It was like got more and more impressively like more guests came in and popped in than you thought it was over. And then George Lucas and Kathy Kennedy introduced John Williams com- like with a full orchestra and They started playing. I was literally crying the whole time. It was. In tears, it was so good, so awesome. So, that was my favorite moment of any kind of con that I've been to.
1: I've never been to any kind of con, okay. ever. So, I would I love to, to hang out
0: with me. i i just
1: never been to any kind of uh event like that. I almost did when I was in high school, I almost went to like a few anime conventions, and my mom found out, and she's like, Oh, shoot, creepers. <laughs> Uh, and you guys and we were it was just my best friend and I uh, at the time we were an anime club and we wanted to make it like an anime club thing we would drive to Chicago and uh go to the anime club there and my mom's like yo you're dressing up as like a uh, Sailor Jupiter so um, and that's a very short skirt and also creepers
3: fair so, enough
1: no. and I was like I was like 16 17 so I look back and I'm like you know what? it makes sense <laughs>
2: Alright, all right. I did see another one. Star Drew Yeah, there you go.
0: What is your top three 90s movies for the whole gang? Well, Fight Club's my favorite movie of all time.
2: Fight <laughs> Club. Wow. Yeah.
0: So that's definitely on there. Um Oh wow. Um
1: trying to think of my most
3: watched. Jurassic
2: Park.
1: Yeah, Jurassic Park is wonderful. <laughs> good um,
2: one? The Rock for me, because it airs. Yeah, uh, Iraq. Shawshank Redemption.
1: Uh, probably a, a big father. Uh, fa- I just got that. It's more of a family film um, for us. It would probably be Goodwill Hunting. I can um, watch that every day. I love
0: Goodwill Hunting.
1: Yeah, I can watch it every day for a year, and I would still love it. It's just like one of those movies. If I just happen to come across it, I'm like, I will watch it. <laughs> I don't care what it is. I, I, I love that movie so. The
4: Matrix and that one. This might not be right, because it's off the top of my head, but I would go number one, Fight Club. Number two, Pulp Fiction. Number yes, 94. Two.
2: Yes. Number three, uh, Terminator 2. I was going to say T2 is the one I was thinking of.
0: I, I'm uh, feeling Pulp Fiction, too. I, that's probably Clarks, my top
2: three. Clark's and I, I won first. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Rock. Probably the Rock, Matrix, and... Oh, Big Lebowski, also. There's so many, oh, many. What a great decade that was. It
1: is. It's overall a fantastic decade.
2: Yeah, it really was a great decade for film. I can't think of *The Truman Show*. God, we can, uh, we can I
0: was born it. in the '90s too, so they made great people in the '90s as well. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: right really our- <laughs> <laughs> Like
1: best movies released in 1999.
2: That yeah. is actually the next topic of the general debate. <laughs> that is a, 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 an on action just YouTube channel. He a plug now. That's the that's the next topic for uh, generals in the action army. will be debating the best film of 1999. Submissions are already being made now. That's every other Thursday on Action Industries YouTube channel. So, mm.
0: but yeah, so that's a good one.
2: 1999 is a great year for film.
0: It's a good year. Mm. All right. Another question. I think you already did this one. Go yeah, right. I did
2: that one. It's up to that one. Mike Deegan, worst version of Hell? Nothing but Nickelback or listening to Alex sing the Hamilton soundtrack? I'll take Alex. Oh, wow.
0: in- i pick Alex in a
2: heartbeat. <laughs> I, I don't have ever heard Alex sing. have ever heard Alex. Alex
0: has got a lovely voice. Drop some, uh,
2: <laughs> some Hamilton's. No, I have do it now? All
0: right, you have to be at a live event, but it's worth it.
1: That no, was—I like, did do it. I did sync "Helpless" at uh, mm-hmm. the karaoke uh, when we did karaoke in Arizona, and it was beautiful. Yep. I try sometimes, not successfully though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, let's
2: see anything else going down. I know somebody else is, has texted me saying that there is another question in here somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. I know what I, I know. One of the best movies of the '90s is. And no yeah. one can fight me on this. Definitively, it
2: Definitively? is. Definitively?
1: Oh, absolutely. Brad Bird's The Iron Giant.
2: That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh my god. <laughs> very good. I the like
1: The Iron Giant.
0: That's I wouldn't one. put it in my top three. <laughs> I would put Paul Fiction in my top fifty. Paul so, is absolutely in my top three. And Quentin Tarantino is my, my second favorite director of all time, very
1: closely behind like, Pitcher. This whole scene, what is the purpose of the scene? Is this is so worthless. Why, why say this? Why do that? And also, why did you have to go into that whole thing, Tarantino? There there was no purpose for like half of the movie, but that's neither here or there.
7: If you want to hear more about her thoughts, tune in Thursday.
1: <laughs> <For> my- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jake, I mentioned Ed Harris again. Sorry. I could have gone through all the Ed Harris movies in the 90s if you really wanted me to, but I didn't. I just had The Rock and Jimmy Chow.
0: I think I know which question. What time would the show be on Twitch, YouTube, be on Thursday?
2: Considering that Dylan just surprised us all and went live with it, I, I don't think we've actually made a decision on that yet, but I'm going to assume somewhere around five Pacific, six Pacific, somewhere around there. I'm uh, free after five
0: that? Pacific. so
2: We'll figure it out and we'll get back to I'm you. We'll figure it out. <laughs> no, no, no. No. I have
0: no it life. also could be a long stream where people just hop on when they're free
2: <laughs> i'll hop on during my lunch break if i can maybe but uh there's uh, danny's question there's danny's question what is your favorite pixar and disney movie first one that comes to mind now do you mean oh. Danny you can throw I mean, like you want our favorite pixar movie and our like two movies oh. favorite pixar and favorite disney or like
0: or combined
2: Or combined both okay she says both from the backstage because she's backstage too now oh okay i think i got mine i got mine too go ahead ella you go, I'll go last show.
1: So. Uh,
0: I don't have mine. Spoiler uh, alert, I'm not super into Disney movies. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I, got, it. Them. I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys go before me. I'll think.
4: Hey, uh, okay, I'll go first. I, my favorite Disney movie is Lion King. And mm-hmm. my favorite Pixar movie is Toy Story 3. But this one's for Danny. My second
2: favorite picture movie is Coco. So That's what she's looking for. She's looking for us to say Coco. That's I know she's back there going, if you don't say Coco, I'm going to jump on the screen and kick your ass.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Coco yet.
2: Oh I my God, it. it's so good.
1: I, did too. I just haven't had a chance to see it yet. There's so many movies I need to see.
2: Get so so. some tissues ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Danny, if Danny had a hat on, she'd be throwing it now. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really want to, Danny. I've heard nothing but amazing things.
2: How many cameos from our, our host are we just gonna make this effort? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you have it? Do you have an answer, Alice? Yet,
1: yeah. Um, I know it, I, I know it's uh, a, I, I guess it's considered a controversial pick, but my f- personal favorite Pixar movie of all time is Monsters Inc. Uh, every time I watch that movie, that, mo- that movie hits me in my soul. It really does. I, I ball like a baby. I watch. I've watched Inside Out. I've watched- I watched. I don't really care about Finding Nemo, but Monsters Inc. It tears me apart. <laughs> um, but I love that movie. But my favorite Disney movie of all time would have to be Rescuers Down Under. Mm-hmm. That's good, huh? I feel like it's it's definitely it's uh, it's not talked about nearly enough. It's very it was very much a sleeper. George C. Scott is fantastic as a villain, not only as a voice actor, but he I provided the physicality. 100 percent Alex, I agree. That. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but it's it's such a wonderful movie throughout, and it has such a great message. The visuals are stunning. It takes place obviously in Australia, hence down under, and it's it ages. Perfect. You can be, you could re-release this today, and you could be like visually perfect. You would change nothing, and it's still
2: amazing.
3: Hmm. Feel, that, feel that.
2: All right. I will say, I think my favorite Pixar film. I was gonna say Up, which is close, but I think I gotta go with Inside Out for me. I had a really that one hit me in a weird way. I don't know. If a, I have a daughter and. That one's make... hard
0: for me to watch.
2: Yeah, hard, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it is. It's hard to watch. Like, I, that's why I almost want to say it's my favorite because I don't want to rewatch it a lot. It, it's mm-hmm. out, but it is very powerful and it, may, it probably hit me the most. So I'm going to go inside out for that. As far as Disney movies go, I'm going to go Aladdin.
7: Damn it, you son of a bitch. I love Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you we were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> Aladdin is the best so- one for so Robin, Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams is great. Listen, Paul, we're going to rant for like five seconds on Aladdin. Go ahead. All right. So listen. I'll, yeah. Firstly, a Middle Eastern uh, Middle Eastern Origins one on that is a pretty bold move no matter what we look at it, especially coming mm. from Disney and all the background. All that aside, uh, Robin Williams is absolutely great as Genie.
3: Um Jasmine and the Frosty
7: Red piece may have been my sexual awakening at like whatever age I was.
1: Question. <laughs> Answer. Is there, any, uh, is there any voice actors, cast, that are of Middle Eastern descent in the movie?
7: In the original, I wouldn't know that trivia off the top of my head. Um, I,
1: mean, cause I know I'll, like in Mulan they did, obviously. The Mulan I don't know about, uh, the scene voices, but I know they had like Beatty Wong in it and right. stuff like that. Mulan's
7: is like my honorable mention just because they've always been consistently culture appropriate for that, and I appreciate that. But I don't think that there was a whole lot. And the yeah, there's
2: not, there wasn't, it was, they were, yeah, yeah they're all white, they're all hard, I'm gold. sure they
7: whitewashed that cast, yeah, yeah. So Aladdin's absolutely amazing, I love him. Aladdin. Yeah, I, Aladdin. As, as a poor kid growing up, it was great to see like not all this royalty there. And I'm like, I have somebody I can rate late with, I got like a scoundrel here, and I'm like, I've always liked the scoundrel character, so them having a lead
3: there is great.
2: And I you say,
1: like scoundrels unexpected.
3: I got
2: to right? <laughs> throw it out there, and, and I know a lot of people don't like them, and I get why they don't like them, but I, I love Gilbert Gottfried as a uh, Yago in this. Oh my,
7: that's his listen, you couldn't pick a better person for that role, straight up. Like, yeah.
2: uh, and yes, I, I thought I did think about it briefly, but I didn't want to cheapen it, so <laughs> yeah, we don't want to cheapen it. So.
3: <laughs> uh, all that aside,
7: though, uh, Wally is criminally underrated. Oh, so
2: great.
7: Yeah, oh,
3: It's so good, so good.
0: I'm gonna say good. that too. All right. I finally came up with mine. Uh, my favorite Disney is going to be Tarzan. I love oh, Tarzan, yeah. especially the soundtrack. I love that soundtrack so much. And then uh-huh. Pixar, I'm gonna say Ratatouille because I had rats at the time it came out. And so it hit me in a special spot. So I'm like, look at all the cute rats being portrayed as cute and not evil. And so I was excited for it.
6: <laughs> okay. I just wanted to come on really quickly and move my whole computer uh, uh, just for that whole reason that Alex said, uh, because Rescuers Down Under is absolutely my favorite Disney movie. I have said that for a very, very long time. It's a beautiful movie um i i loved it at the time that it came out it, i had it on the i loved the rescuers when it came out. I loved the second time that it came out on out like out of whenever whatever uh but my favorite pixar is coco and for very obvious reasons coco was just a, a representation that i very much appreciated so i love that movie very much and thank you all for taking this time to answer my question i really appreciate it and i'm going now Uh. And I'm so glad that there are so many of us here. Big happy surprise uh, for call to action. Surprise. Uh, Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Are you leaving us, Danny? You're leaving us all
6: right For everyone else in the chat, thank you all for coming in and hanging out. Like, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. (laughs)
2: Matthew <laughs> what everyone's favorite movie that you guys have ever seen in the theaters? Mine is Avengers: Endgame, all-time favorite movie.
0: My for the experience, very close on that subject was Infinity War. Just the experience of—I've never heard such pure silence in a movie theater. The screen was quiet when everyone was turning to dust. The audience was just like, <gasps> and then silence. And then my adorable son in the peak of silence says really loudly mom i think we lost and that moment just like the whole audience just starts like chuckling a little bit like (laughs) because this little kid said that and so like that moment that just like like this is great because we're all like we're all going through this experience at the same time and it's just yeah so even though it's not maybe my my favorite movies but like just because of that experience it's my favorite movie going experience of all time so
5: Mm. Mm.
4: Uh, my favorite movie that I saw in theaters is also is my fourth year movie overall and my favorite comic book movie. I know some of you are expecting me to say in the Spider Verse, but it's actually Logan, like I Ooh. love so much, and just seeing that in the theaters just it blew my mind.
3: Mm, so good. I
7: didn't. The people in my audience didn't need to hear me cry audibly loud for the whole last thirty minutes of that movie. Though.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, Endgame was probably one of my favorite experiences. Super good. Star Wars. Um, when I saw Star Wars Episode Three, was actually a really good experience. Then uh, about not far experience of seeing them on the big screen. Interstellar and Blade Runner twenty forty nine were both mind blowing on the big screen. They just the way they enveloped me and everything else. So I'll throw all those in there. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna pick one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
7: I'm just joining in at this point and wrapping up the whole video with
1: this. So. Um, it's the question. so the question is, a favorite comic book movie, or is it a the favorite, Your favorite uh, theater movie. favorite, favorite, favorite movie seeing
2: in the theaters? So it's kind okay. of like the experience. Or
1: um, uh, for me, it would probably have to be, um, Deathly Hollows Part Two. That's too. That's good too. Um now I say it not just because you know the mo- the movie is solid and everything um I feel like it's a movie stuff aside it was also a movie growing up with that franchise. I remember reading the books as a kid like, I, like a lot of people did but It was also the franchise, I remember going, seeing in like 7th or 8th grade, going to my first midnight screening with my friends, and you know, my mom would pick me up at like 2 in the morning, and we felt so cool, and then once we were starting in high school, we started driving, we would go to the midnight screening, and then after that, we would go to like Steak and Shake right after, and chat about the movie, and it would be like 4 in the morning by the end of it, it was like a whole thing. Uh, But it was like a whole thing where a lot of my best friends and I, we would, really we would like dress up and everything and we all would have like we would pretend to do like um uh, battles <laughs> in the theater in the front part where there's like that walking space it was like a whole thing so as a result it was my favorite overall theater going experience so.
7: i think there's subtle answers all the way across i know uh somebody in chat prince that probably wasn't promised mentioned jurassic park again like such a um, yeah. movie in theaters I won't lie the one that sticks out and i have a lot of great moments with all the star wars and the comic book movies which i love all of those great moments in theaters but i'm gonna go way back guys pokemon the movie in theaters. Oh my god oh my god if you've never seen me scream so audibly loud <laughs> the giddy excitement just lit up like a christmas tree yeah
1: can i
4: can I change my answer to that? That was the first
7: time
4: I went to the movie theaters.
1: Dylan, literally, that was the first movie I ever saw in theaters.
3: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And I rewatched it for the first time in several years, not too long ago, and I bawled my flipping eyes out.
3: It. Still Still, dry. Dry. I
1: still <laughs> it. it holds <laughs> the F up. Just <laughs> the the I, I,
7: flapping I, on that part, and then the, the tears. Let oh, me know, dude. Like-
6: <laughs> I Still
3: actively
6: cry, active tears. Like so much when I first watched that movie. I didn't watch the movie in theaters. Um, I feel this is where I feel like I might be a little bit older, but uh, (laughs) I did. I do remember watching it with my cousins in Maryland and watching it at home and just.
2: Falling
6: like during that whole like ash and Pikachu scene, like towards the end, just like, like I'm still getting ready to cry thinking about it. Right. Like mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that Dylan said that because yeah,
7: always the best answers.
6: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh
2: man,
6: yeah. My
2: I have a. <laughs> A great question here in the chat that we should answer somebody who doesn't know us very well. Mm-hmm. I think Matthew Lempicki doesn't really know us very well. Call to action, do you guys ever attend the live showdown events? Nope,
1: yeah. Nope. yes. yeah. A, f- <laughs> a, a couple. I, I yeah. Tried. I Every missed, single one
2: we can.
0: <laughs> I even went to one that didn't happen.
3: <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I was there. I showed up anyways. <laughs> We're like, well,
7: hold on has there ever been here's the better question for those who don't know is there ever been an event that we one of us hasn't been to like not like universally but us as a podcast at least haven't had
2: some representative a representative yeah With the
1: first live event maybe
2: nope i was there i was there, yeah. I was there.
1: <laughs> well, you were no, part no. of the call to action though at the time were you but you, you're still there,
3: yeah. I'll, be, right? yeah I'll, I'll take it back.
2: I was at the first live event in Orlando when the, the Smodown Down Star Wars thing that was the first actual live event, I think, technically speaking. I was at that too. So, yeah.
6: well, I think officially, I think officially we can say that the Action Army and us as Call to Action,
3: yeah,
6: had the live, live event debut at Houston. Oh my uh, God. After- so i think that's really when we've been super prevalent inside of live events we've always been at every single live event throughout the history of live events and a showdown but i think um, our general presence and acknowledgement of our presence hasn't really been um, um solidified until that, no. event. and then after season event legitimately at every single event after that action or flash away had been and had been a, a dominant person inside of the, the audience, not only for the show but also in, in general. That's I that, I think so. But not not every single one of us has had the opportunity to oh, do that. Yeah. Yeah. At least some of us, in some capacity, have.
7: Rarely do we all end up with the same one because that would just be absolute chaos. Yeah. <laughs> like, we would get canceled. <laughs>
2: spectacular is pretty close though. Spectacular. spectacular
6: is pretty close. close.
7: Spectacular came super close.
6: Yeah. 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 Not even for the awards. Paul wasn't there I for the, the yeah. awards. Yeah. The rest of us were, but Paul is the only one here who was not there for
2: the I couldn't. I couldn't do the whole back and forth, unfortunately. I, I, we had yeah, Spectacular I December. And yeah, spectacular right after that was rough. Like, oh. Yeah.
3: oh my goodness.
2: I, I do not live in driving distance like Kelsey does. So. No. I, yeah, same. And um, it's not a
0: close drive difference. It's like 10 hours, to be fair. Yeah, but, but. I, if I drove, it'd be a lot
2: more than 10 hours. It
3: would take <laughs> 30, 30 days to get there from mm-hmm. more part of the coast. Yeah.
6: 10 hours doesn't even get me out of my state.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Paul met everyone on the podcast, including Jarvie, except for me. And yeah. we, were both, we were both at the. It's <laughs> true. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was
2: before the uh, Call Action blew up, so we didn't even meet each other back then. And That's that is true, Natty. I remember you told me that on, Yeah, we have to meet Nat. the only last one I ever have to, I have to meet before. I'll have the complete match of having met everybody at least once. I need to
7: meet Jory.
2: I need to meet Yeah. We'll yeah. Hopefully uh, I'm trying to get we'll Jory to meet me later.
6: Kelsey,
1: and I, we've only met a handful of times. Mm-hmm. We've uh, met three times at the least. Me and Alex a
0: few more times because we were in Orlando and Arizona.
3: Yeah,
6: three of us all together. Mm -hmm. It was the first New York event that Kelsey and I went to together. With Alex was there, Lucas Mm -hmm. was not, and then it was the uh,
2: action live event. Uh, yeah,
6: the action live event, and then the California, both of the California trips, right? Mm -hmm.
0: I think so,
2: yep. Uh, I was in New York thrice, and then the LA and Spectacular and for Houston. Yeah. No,
6: because Alex is not there. Alex or Kelsey were there.
2: In no, I'm because saying what, for me, that's as far as I like, can. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I was at New York, that second New York, uh, Arizona, that didn't actually happen, but I was there, uh, Florida, Orlando, um, LA for Spectacular, LA for the awards, and then Atlanta. So... Mm-hmm. Chicago. We get around here.
7: <laughs> yeah. Chicago L A L A, right? I, I think that's right. So it was there for me and Alex did our first um, meet up right after the podcast on that one. So me and Alex were in Chicago and then yeah, awards and spectacular.
6: I so, remember I remember Dylan when you and Alex were meeting up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, um that was right when the two of you had kind of just started but had already been established with the podcast. Right. I was so pumped that the two of we you were meeting, and I was so jealous it was just, and, and jealous of Alex that you all got to meet each
7: other. So mm-hmm. I, I about- my lovely wife, who may actually pop in on Thursday if we start talking about Ratatouille.
1: Oh, um, that movie. I, I like that movie, but the movie kind of grosses me out because oh. it's, <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the day, it's a Rat
6: somehow being involved in the. A- cooking no, a
1: food no, magic,
6: that anyone can do anything that no can. i i love that but it's just that the visualization of our I rat fix our out. Love that.
1: no i know i love it everyone can, everyone can cook i love it uh, gustav uh, alfredo linguini amazing i love it the visuals fantastic uh patten oswalt wonderful in every single way but at the end of the day oh uh.
0: I literally have had rats eat food out of my mouth because they were my pets. So
6: rats are great pets. Is-
0: rats are fantastic, sweet, cute little pets. I no, like- no, I <laughs> no, I like rats.
1: I have a, a friend of mine for a long time. She actually wanted to be, She wanted to have a rat farm. Um Like, I that's not a big deal. To me. It's the <laughs> idea of rats working, having control of my food that that grosses me out. That that's nasty to
6: me, but. Okay, <laughs> like, can I talk about this question really quickly? Because this is also one of my all-time favorite movies. Like, okay. all my friends, like, I love that movie. Run Home, Jack is one of my favorite scenes in movie cinema. Like, I love the, so so much. Robin Williams, everything about this movie. Steven Spielberg, the the whole lore behind it, like. Oh man, Dustin Hoffman! Like, don't even get me started on Hook. I love this movie. Okay, that's
7: it. Oh, I'm gonna steal yours. I already
2: know what you're gonna say. You all right? Let just I'll let you steal it this time.
7: All right, wait. Which one? Because there's there's two we can do. Here, I'll do the. We'll do the one that you're gonna do, and then I'll say the
2: other one. Okay, sorry. So, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. So go ahead. Actually, go ahead. All right.
7: You're, the more recent one is that uh, episode three is the best Star Wars episode. <laughs>
2: I can't say best, but it's my second Okay, one. well, rather, it's our favorite, but I would argue it's right. actually the best. Right. Right. I could. Yes, episode three, Star Wars, is phenomenal, and I will fight anybody who says otherwise.
7: Yeah, uh, also, Blade Runner 2049 is better than Blade Runner.
2: That is, you know, that's another one. That's actually one I agree with. I'm, or that one. Hot takes. No. Hot takes. Nice. I like 2049 I... better than the original. Yeah. Really
0: I love both of them, but...
2: I do. I love both of them, too. I love both
1: of them, too, Legend. but I agree. I,
2: I think... love the Dave Villeneuve very much, so I'll take yeah. anything he does.
4: I think 2049 40, is a better movie, but it never hits
2: the highs that the original Blade
0: Runner did. I I think that's the perfect way I would say it too.
2: Uh, well, it won't have as much. It definitely doesn't have an impact as much as the original one did because the original one was the original. So I mean, anything it can't possibly match that as far as impact on on the world. But I think it's a better one than I think it's better than the original. I think the better film overall, <laughs> the feel, I, yeah. of performances overall. Um,
1: I agree with you one million percent. I, I do feel like it's not only superior to the first one. I do think and the thing is I love Blade Runner. I really do. It's actually one of my favorite uh, movie soundtracks and scores, full time by Evangelist. it's Magical. I listen to it all the time. Um, but Blade Runner twenty nine, um, it, it's a movie that I actually initially didn't like, but it just grew on me, and I started actively thinking about it more and more, um, like as weeks progressed, and. Um, i don't know it just kind of hit home for me a lot of themes maybe it's because i watched it for the first time as like a 28 year old woman kind of thing versus i saw uh blade runner for the first time when i was like in mid-college or something like that and so maybe it just kind of hits me on that kind of level um but i think it also dives into a lot of the themes uh, that Blade Runner really wanted to, just didn't get a chance to go in depth as to because they're already being so experimental with Blade Runner twenty nine. There, there, a lot of people already knew going into it, and so they are able to experiment that much more efficiently. Yeah. That I, much is more beautiful.
3: Yeah. Blade Runner, um, Blade Runner one, I feel
7: as though they did more with building the world and cared less about the characters and everything else. But in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, we just have to live in the world, and we got a lot better characters and stories for it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one other hot take that I want to throw in there real quick, animated-wise. And you might I, I don't know anybody else really likes this movie as much as I do, but uh, I love uh, Meet the Robinsons. I
0: love, Yo, I love Meet that the movie. Robinsons. And the soundtrack, too, is so
6: I good. I love that movie.
2: That movie makes me cry like a baby every time oh, I do so it. I think it's I mean, maybe because I'm adopted. Maybe that's partially why. Uh, but I, I am all in on that movie, and I usually people usually say they hate it. I'm actually surprised both of you love it.
1: I love it. that movie, it's yeah. great, it ages amazingly, well. it's aged really well as well.
3: Yeah. Still
0: just oh, as cute as it was.
3: Yeah. I My, have a hot mine... okay, you go first. Yeah, gonna, Mine's I'm not gonna, that
4: hot. <laughs> I'm gonna piss off the entire action army.
2: Oh, boy. A terrible movie!
1: <laughs>
2: a bad movie.
1: Top, Top Gun, the original Top Gun. I yeah. love Top Gun. Nat, I Natty, let me fist bump you, man.
2: <laughs> I will not yeah. go that far, but I will say it is much more. Actually, if you watch, I did the Tony Scott thing on uh, on Class Action with Ben. I said that it's not. It's an icon, more of an iconic movie than it is a good movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's better. Like it's got cool parts, but the film overall, yeah. it's fine.
1: Yeah,
2: I think it's fine. Yeah. It's not, I not I don't love it as much as a lot of, a lot of other people do.
1: It's also, I do want to mention it's also as a military brat whose dad is an air traffic controller. My dad is pissed at that movie.
5: <laughs> really? My
1: dad watches that movie and he's like, that's not the way it works. That guy is an asshole. He is he is actively disobeying orders because he wants to look cool. And he is not only that, he is like putting people in harm's way just because when they serve no purpose and have high risk, no reward. And also Ice, the dude, Iceman, Val Kilmer's character is 100 a hero, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, Dad, calm down." Talking about parents who hate
0: movies, ask me about that. Park.
1: Passionate <laughs> about that movie, he thinks, but great soundtrack, great—I mean, great, uh, iconical moments because Tom Cruise. I mean, it's Tom Cruise, um, but at the end of the day,
6: he's a dick. <laughs>
7: what do you think about the volleyball scene? Was he about
1: it? Oh, dude, I—we are all for that volleyball scene. My dad is like, you know what?
3: Good for them, guys. Mm-hmm. Fair My enough. My hot mm-hmm.
0: take is not going to surprise anybody, but
3: oh, God, Suicide Squad's not
0: that bad of a movie. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. What movie? Hey, Suicide, Suicide, Suicide Squad.
3: I knew it right
0: away. <laughs> like, Suicide squad. squad? No. It's no. not that bad. I didn't say it was the greatest movie. Ever. I right inside. I loved it. It's not that
7: bad.
3: That's
2: a hot take, Kelsey. That yeah. is a hot take. This is a hot take. The funniest thing, we've all said hot takes, and we've all had like super, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Girl, that, girl. that one got nobody saying, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that is, <laughs> well, that is it, a hot take. It's
1: almost For like it. there's a lot of plot yeah. yeah. holes, and uh, there's a lot of yeah. situations yeah. where a lot of characters were underdeveloped or overdeveloped that really went nowhere. And one of the greatest <laughs> parts about it is its costume and production design, but it doesn't really do anything beyond it. And the villain, it goes nowhere. But it's crazy. I
0: didn't say it was good.
1: I said it was not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not- <laughs> it's, not- it's a beautiful movie, but <laughs> That's the only goal it's got. Every Even Marco day. Roby and everyone involved says, "Yeah, it's not a good movie, but eh." <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's funny.
2: That's I true. got nothing to say. I will. Gi- I will give it another chance if they do <laughs> release the ire cut or whatever they oh, mentioned or whatever. Cut, yeah. cut yeah. Yeah. If they may release that, I will give it another shot. I will absolutely yeah. have a shot, but uh, I have no desire otherwise to see it again.
1: Did you guys see uh, uh, Superman in the black suit yet?
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. I did. Yeah. Not going to lie. I got <laughs> so, uh... Yeah.
7: Me too, Paul.
0: <laughs>
3: Thanks,
1: Paul. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I
7: heard Paul got a I, awesome. I did. <laughs>
1: oh, did you guys know that uh, Zack Snyder's um, Justice League is not going to have any clips directed by Joss Whedon?
2: That makes sense. I heard He was pissed yeah. about it. Or not pissed about it, but like Snyder like was acting, like, still like, fuck him. that, basically. I like that idea. I like I'm glad I'm glad it doesn't because it shouldn't have any at this point because it was not the right move to make when they had him come on in the first place. So that's why I want I've been watching this for a while. And a lot of the
1: stuff that went behind behind the scenes that have been revealed since have been very controversial. I like
4: that. I'm just saying Paul is gonna disagree with me, but Snyder Cut's still gonna be bad. It's
3: Ooh. Right. Do you
0: it's, remember so, uh yeah. oh sorry so,
3: yeah. <laughs> I think Absolutely. it could be better, but I don't think he it could, could be. be better. It can't yeah. be worse.
4: It can't be much worse. Let's just leave it like that.
6: I've never seen Justice League before. Good. You're not really uh, missing no. much.
7: No. <laughs> it's I'm not, not like be The Avengers or anything
6: like that, you know? You like. so watch it until Snyder Cut comes out, and then just do a double feature mm-hmm. of Snyder Cut Justice League, and then watch Justice like with Joss. Did, uh justice league which also i'm kind of like hearing that there's not going to be any joss whedon directed scenes in uh the snyder part of it it's kind of interesting because of all of the controversy that's kind of going on with joss whedon right now mm-hmm. and, like with all of the ray Fisher stuff so it'll be interesting to see how that plays in and what type of tonality we see in that version of it compared to what uh and and this is coming from someone who has not seen the movie at all like the tonality between what uh joss whedon's um uh, cyborg and zach snyder's Snyder are, uh, cyborg are i think just as someone like as an outsider just kind of knowing the news and and seeing what. Ray Fisher has put out on his Twitter and stuff I'm interested in. To, that's the only thing that has got me interested in watching the Snyder Cut. Other than before any of this stuff happened, I was never like, oh, I want to see this, like, Snyder Cut, blah, 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 blah. I'm never interested in it until yeah. all of this stuff started happening. Now I want to see the Snyder Cut to see if there's any directorial differences between this movie and that movie with that specific character and any storyline involved around it.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah you're not kidding in the slightest Yeah, <laughs> that, that there's a lot of well the dcu has changed drastically uh you know for a lot of people a lot of personalities not only the cast people obviously but a lot of people behind the scenes the directors <laughs> uh the creators behind uh, the but also the executives that are in charge of you know production and producers and everything and you know they're. it seems like they're actively trying to not obviously change things up but it's but also a lot of the actors are actively trying to like i don't i don't want to say vet them <laughs> because that sounds really weird but at the same time they're definitely trying to aggressively also backing up the movies as well if that makes sense mm-hmm.
0: All mm. right. Any final thoughts? Uh, we are almost three hours. So we're probably going to have to wrap this up in a little bit.
3: <laughs> probably. Okay.
7: Uh, quick final thoughts. If this is true and it's over two, more than 217 minutes, holy shit. That's, that's too much. That's a fat movie. I don't care. I don't it don't,
1: might, it no, might but do to a... clarify, it's not going to be a movie. It's supposed to be a series or it's supposed to be a miniseries, like a, like a, like a, like a, like almost like a four-hour miniseries kind of thing, right? Right. kind of thing, or it's supposed to be like in two parts. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Know I
2: hadn't heard that at all. As, so that hasn't been decided. It hasn't been officially announced. It's been like yeah. It's go. just
1: like the way they they're still they're still trying to decide that. But apparently, right. that's like the total amount of minutes they they uh, filmed when they shot it forever and a right. day ago. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so it's now just whether or not they actually want to keep all the two hundred seventeen minutes. <laughs> Yeah,
3: good
2: God. That'd
1: be so that's, cool. a lot, that's a lot of time. Yeah.
2: If so you're really gonna really do it in parts, time. if you're gonna do it in parts, go for it. That's what I say. Fuck it, I wanna see it all. Yeah.
1: You said yeah. that about Irishmen and that's a trash movie, but <laughs> trash.
3: I
7: don't
0: think it was a trash you're right, movie. It was, it was not a, a trash, trash movie. I
1: just you're right. I, I just took a, I, I just fell asleep to that movie twice.
7: Just another Scorsese of crime movie. We've seen them all. Wow, really. I'll take I'll
1: right there. Out. Okay. <laughs> You're going outside your comfort zone there,
6: Scorsese.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: You're definitely with Pacino and, you know. Okay, I'm going to let all of these wonderful people say goodnight for me. I am heading out. Salute to all of y'all. Y'all have a good night. Subscribe to the channel if you have not liked this video. Later, <laughs> y'all. I love you. Bye. It's true. That's I'm true. That, that's a talk. <laughs>
3: It oh, was the seven ever. <laughs> Nat just
7: won't <laughs> shut up. No matter it what he does. Seven
0: hours.
7: <laughs> Bro, Nat be killing me on, on AAA. Are you kidding me? It's five minutes of me talking introduction, Matt. Nat covers everything else. It's a
3: great.
7: <laughs> show. Some say um, the best show, But uh, wrap us up,
3: Kelsey. We're all gonna... right. Well,
0: thank you so much for joining us. This has been a fun episode. So happy to have some, so many surprise appearances from people I don't get to be on camera with very much, though. Oh, it's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us this Sunday night and we will see you tomorrow at chill.
5: Wear a mask.
0: Wear a a mask.